And we're back. Welcome back, folks, to yet another episode of Snooze and Booze. We are brought to you today by Heat. Man, it's hot in here, bro. And these rhinos. We're inside a rhino we're recording. That's an Ace Ventura joke for everybody at home that got that one. Uh, our guest today is the same as last time. We have uh, Tommy, Tommy Guns Medell, and of yeah. course, my producer, Loki. Yeah. And of course, my producer, Loki the Beard. All right. <laughs> and then I'm your host, Steve Medell. We're here coming. It's been a minute, it's been a minute, but I'm back for a weekend, so I'm ready to get this episode in. Uh, okay, so what's the topic? We saw Bill and Ted yesterday. Kind of oh, how was about it? that? It was, yeah, I thought it, it was, was really fun. funny. It man. was nice. It was um, yeah, I heard him call me a snob just because I said yeah, it's like a four out of ten. But you you call me a snob because admit it, I I don't agree with you on this film. Oh well, I just rate movies. Uh, obviously, you have qualities, but I do um, enjoyability factor first, and then quality second. And I think for you, it might be vice versa. You do quality yeah. first, then enjoyability second. I would second. put enjoyment. That's like, cause for my enjoyment in the film, yeah, I liked it. it enjoyment factor. That's probably like a um, like a six, six out or of 10? seven. Yeah, six or seven out of ten for that movie. And it was self-aware, so I knew it was like kind of dumb. So I was like, oh yeah, I'll give it some leeway. I but I, there was yeah. other factors. Sorry, there was other factors to like come in with that film, like um, just like the cinematography, how it's yeah, like, pretty I, I, bland. But but the, we you have like different things about movies. Like you wouldn't be like, Ugh. well, there's a lot of different factors. So if it's a direct-to-video movie or direct-to-streaming, as as the expression is now, I always give it a notch. So it's not a movie that I'm expected to pay a lot for in the theaters. So okay, so I'm rating it on a different. The quali- the bar is low. Okay, for, okay. So if it's a movie where it's like oh like like Clerks, the first Clerks right, the bar is lower. I have a low expectation for that movie. It cost thirty grand. It's shot in like two form, you know, for the most part. The editing is really choppy, but it's a fun movie. The fun. What, what Eraserhead the, was for same less thing, than same thing, right? And that's a, and we're and dealing with issues of quality. The thing isn't really that well, but it's not the point, right? You're it's kind of those are the things that kind of make it good. With that film, it had a pretty big budget, like. Because it had, like, name stars in there, like Keanu Reeves, obviously, and just, like, a lot of other... I think it was a $30 million budget, which yeah, is not... pretty high. No, that's a... I think $30 million now is a direct-to-streaming. Direct You're looking... Anything that's going out in the theaters, for the most part, is getting $100 million plus. That, that's the way it is now, so... $30 million is modest budget. You're barely expected to make your money back, so anything more than that Still is... Still kind of high for, like, a, a direct to, like, streaming... Um, I guess now we're just arguing semantics whether what what do we consider high or yeah. low, you know. But I I count I count. But for me, the bar is lower. Basically, is the bar is lower. I'm not expecting an Oscar out of these performances. So I already I, I, I can already kind of throw out the window. So I'm not rating it the same way I would rate um, uh, a Scorsese film or something like that. You know. Yeah. Because to be fair, The Irishman was a direct uh, streaming. It was it was a Netflix movie. Yeah. But that. Qu- that it, was, got, it got theater releases. Right. Yeah, that's true. But that's so it could be in contention for nominations. That's why yeah. I got theater releases. But to be fair, that's a direct streaming, but it's the quality is really great of everything there, right? So it's not necessarily... Um, the bar is still high for me on that one. You know what I mean? But this Yeah, exactly. But for Bill and Ted, I know what I'm expecting. So I know not to go in there thinking, you know, nom- nominations for whatever the fuck, you know? Here's the thing. With enjoyment, I mean, like, I didn't get... I don't think I got any like laugh out loud moments in the film. To be honest, I just like eh, chuckles. 
it's that kind of thing. So I guess I would bring my uh, enjoyment factor down. That's yeah. true. And mine's up because I was a nostalgia for me, right? It plays a big part. Yeah. So that has uh, to bring it up for me. Nostalgia is something that I don't want to bring up in, like, uh, film reviews. Like, if I have nostalgia for, like... I think it's a factor. It should be a factor. It was it for me for, like... Because that's kind of biased, isn't it? it look, yeah, absolutely. But if we're, if we're only rating on enjoyment, it should be included. Um, you know? Now if you're rating on, on different qualities. Bias. Well, now, now, you're, now you need to separate bias, that. Bias? Like... I I love the Child's Play franchise, but I'm not gonna give I'm not gonna give like Curse of Chucky a, a nine just because of my like Curse of Chucky was great. I'd give it a nine and Listen, based on nostalgia for I'd me. Give it a seven. See based on nostalgia for me. But like we but still we're, high we're rating or something like that. No, but we're rating things differently though. Because I'm I'm including uh, um, enjoyment before quality and you're including quality before enjoyment. So Sometimes, that's why our rating system is different. Like Bill and Ted then I'll be like, yeah, but if my enjoyment of the film is kind of low, then it's Yeah, but now, yeah, of course, because now you have even less of a way to give a fuck yeah. about this movie, you know? Which I still kind of liked it, but, yeah, Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I think for me, what made my enjoyment factor more was the fact that the same thing happened with James Bond Bob Reboot, right? The nostalgia factor is there for me. So it's, I'm even liking even more of the inside jokes and things like that, all that stuff, even the evolution of... Kevin Smith himself, right? Because now I can literally see from his movie career the way he's evolved to how he makes movies prior to him being a father and then post yeah. him being a father. Well, we're going it's really film. interesting. Your, your relationship Kevin Smith kind of is Even like that's, different with that. Yeah. I mean, I still liked a lot of his movies like before that. Like Dogma and Quirks and just a bunch of stuff. I love, I love those movies. Yeah. But with James and Bob, it's just... Well, we're not talking about that. We're talking about that. No, but, uh, but well, I think what we're talking factor. about is nostalgia and enjoyability and yeah. why I don't think... I think it should be biased because that's part of an enjoyability, enjoyability, fact, enjoyability factor. Now, if I was rating it and like, well, that's not really shot that well and it's edited choppy, like, mm, that's why it's not really that good. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay, fair. we can nitpick yeah. it that way if I'm holding it to no, those standards. No, but that's if... I've been talking about myself with this a lot. But it's just like, if there's a flaw with it and it doesn't bother me that much, I'm not going to really count it as a flaw. It's like, yeah, it was there. But it didn't really bother me, so I was just like that. But a lot of the stuff in that film just... Yeah, I guess that's human nature to nitpick things more that we don't like so we can kind of have, like, confirmation bias, right? Right, yeah. I want evidence to back up why this is a shitty movie. Even though if it was a good movie, or if it... No, sorry, even though if it's the movie I enjoyed, it being a shitty movie wouldn't even bother us, you know? Like, I do that a lot with, like, a movie that everybody likes but I don't like, so mm-hmm. then I can nitpick that apart easier. Like La know? La Land? Yeah. La Land's a pretty good example. To be fair, um, I really, I, so I, that's a, that's a perfect example because I don't like that movie. I don't like yeah. it either. But I watched, like, the first 30 minutes and I just got, like, <laughs> I just got annoyed. I'm sure we don't like it for different reasons, though. Like, why didn't you like it? We'll it go was the something table over. I've just seen this too many times, and it's okay, just like, so um, repetitive, derivative, <laughs> derivative, derivative. <laughs> I didn't find the music all that bullshit, spectacular. Bullshit, right? The, okay, the music is where I had the a music big is problem like with where it. It, it, that's its selling point for the film, but it's and just that's where like, I had the biggest problem. Yeah, with it. But, but it's just like, so for you, it was just nothing special, and you don't know why people are making a big deal. Already. Yeah, I, I agree. Too. It was that too. Um, Moonlight did like. Oh, it was the same here, huh? It was the same. Um, like, even before I got around to watching it, I watched it, like, because it was on HBO for a bit. I think it was okay. HBO or yeah. one of those, you know? 
But even when it was on in theaters, like from literally anybody, movie buff or not, it was yeah. like, oh my god, that would be like, so oh, amazing. You gotta see La La Land. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my thing with Whiplash. Like, I didn't watch that film just because. And that's the same director. Yeah. Whiplash was all. Oh, did you like Whiplash or no? I didn't see it. Oh, you still haven't seen it? For that same reason, though, like, you, now you have your arms crossed against that director because yeah. of La La Land? I just forget that. He's a little. He's a little what? Bitch. He's just annoying. Yeah, Ooh. he's just annoying. It's Damien Chazelle. Yeah, that's the guy. He made a film on an iPhone. Yeah, and I hated it. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Which one? I forgot what it was called, but it's like an Apple exclusive. It's just. Ugh. <laughs> it's like if that's all you're going for, that's your main selling point. Yeah. Like the thing with La La Land. Oh, we have the music, but I hear Whiplash is actually really good. So I wanted to get that. I heard that too, but I always had a problem. I have it has to do with music as well. The problem I have. Well, the La La Land thing. Here's my biggest problem with it. You, I, you got you got to really be know what you're doing, or it has to be really good if you're gonna come at me with this fucking white guy is a white savior of jazz specifically. You know I love jazz music. We were just you know listening to West Montgomery right now, but I, um, nothing I can't stand more than when a, a white guy comes and plays this type of look. Music's for everybody, and uh, but when there's a guy who all of a sudden his version of what? I want to stop you right now. <laughs> it's just the whole. White guy playing blues and jazz, and all of a sudden he does it better than everybody else. I always had a biggest big issue with that. What are you saying, I'm Papa? S- I, I what are you saying that it's <laughs> reverse kind of music? Are you referring I, to? I'm done with this Benny Goodman bullshit. You know, like all of a sudden he makes jazz okay but for white people to listen like because but they didn't want to listen when it was a black guy playing it. Fuck from these clips audience, that you know? I've seen in that film, though. Like performances that goes a long way and. What's his name? The, the Ryan Gosling? J.K. Simmons? J.K. Simmons. Oh, we're talking about Whiplash? Yeah. Yeah. He was just like... No, I'll, I'll get to Whiplash. Let me finish on La La Land. Okay. So that, that that's a factor. The whole white savior thing with black music, and now he's making it okay for white people to like jazz. Fuck you, that's, that's real jazz, right? That's always been a big problem. And not the, and it's not fair, but anybody knows it knows what's up, right? And well, then, is that like an opinion thing? Do you think it's better when it's like... Oh, okay. Or just no, from your experience? No, 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 no. What I think... Th- this is what I don't like about that. It's one, now a white guy's playing black music, so it's okay for the rest of the white people to like it now. But, like, where was this oh, audience yeah. when, when black people were playing this music? Fuck, you don't want to listen to it because a yeah. black person giving you this? I, I think Dogma, actually, uh, it has that... Uh, Chris Rock makes a great point about not accept, the white people not accepting Jesus because he was black. Right? Oh, okay. And he's yeah. like, well, as soon as you get... You, you hear you're getting this good you're shit shipped. from a black savior... Uh, uh, yeah, you freak. A black man can steal your stereo, but he can't, can't be, be your, your savior. savior. That's that's racist. That's, that's, that's bullshit. That's hypocrisy. Yeah, that's hypocrisy is what he says. Yeah, and I love that part. Well, it applies to music as well, and that's why. And not to say that obviously there's not good jazz musicians of any color. Obviously, right? But well, when ar- sorry, go ahead. Like around the time when like white people were playing jazz, like when was it? So jazz essentially, jazz blues, uh, even ragtime, but it's all black music. But it's underground, right? So it's like the hip, hip, hip new thing all the cool kids are into. Even rock and roll, to a sense, it has its origins in there. But it's it's not cool. It's not, you can't dance to this until someone popular that's white plays the music. So now you're getting to the 40s. And okay. uh, now you're getting the, to the 30s the and 40s. When, uh, where like people like Benny Goodman or Paul Whitman uh, start playing this music. And they create what's called big band music. So now you're having 
That's you, just because of racism. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. But you still have that versions of that now with Ryan yeah. Gosling. Let's put this lead actor as a, a, a good jazz musician that I'm can. Ryan Gosling racist. No, 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 I'm not. But it's but I'm calling Hollywood racist, and that's nothing yeah. new. But there, but that's that's number one. You can't make. Uh, but when it becomes that popular, you can't. Yeah, exactly. Like, what's a what's a good jazz movie that's not popular? That was like, uh-huh. hey, where were you guys? Why didn't you guys support this movie? It's a it's a it's a great jazz or blues mm-hmm. music. But no, but there was black people starring in it, so you couldn't. It can't be that popular, right? So we we have to wait till uh, somebody writes it for a white guy so that he can save it. You know, it's the same happening with rock and roll, right? Chuck Berry and Elvis Presley. Mm. You know, nobody was out. You know, that kind of crap. Uh, anyway, so that was an issue. And then Whiplash, it's another misinterpretation of what jazz is, right? I'm sure the movie's good. I just wish, like, J.K. Simmons is constantly, like, pressuring him to do it right. You're not doing it right. You know, he's like, uh, what's the, the kid's uh, name? Miles Teller. Miles Teller. Like, no, 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 like, practice, practice. It, mm-hmm. I get it. And that's how you should be as a musician. You should never be comfortable. You should always, as soon as you get comfortable, you start uh, relaxing. And that's kind of like an, an old marine thing. You should always want to keep improving. You should always want to, it's a, like a marine thing. You apply that to music and it's fine. However, any other type of music, that's fine. If it's marching band, if it's orchestra, if it's symphony, uh, classical music, that does not apply to blues and jazz. That's the one thing that cannot be practiced. Those are the those are the one thing that's all about improvisation. It's all about those. These are the, the one type of music that drilling does not, or practicing and drilling does not make that music better. It that's the one type of music that has to be spontaneous. You have to feel the line, as I say. You mm-hmm. have to. You kind of have to feel the moment inside. You can't be like, oh yeah, I remember because I practiced and I have to be good and I have to get it perfect. It's not about. It's about fucking up. It's about bending the note till you get it right. It's about uh, fucking up the mistakes, and then catching up, and then everybody kind of feeling each other. It's so. That mentality of drilling, 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 or work, 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 does not apply to that one specific type of music. And that's the music you chose to revolve this discipline you're doing to it. So it's like you're completely misinterpreting jazz music. Well, he's just taking a different idea, I think. No, well, he's using uh, that 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 mentality of discipline and hard work to that factor, but it doesn't apply here. That implies to get better at your skill, but not that specific type of music. That specific type of music is supposed to be... Uh, all the music uh, music in general you're supposed to feel it coming through so right well all, of course but specifically those that's supposed to be jazz and blues is supposed to be come from the gut you know what i mean that's supposed to be you're supposed to you're it's it's all improvisation so you're supposed to fuck up but you're supposed to catch yourself and that's kind of part of the new song and that's part of the trend how are you fucking up or how are you improvising if you're doing everything off a sheet off a off of, off of a musical sheet you know what i mean it doesn't it didn't. That mentality didn't make sense to that kind of style of film. If you would have made it any other, make it classical music, man. Make it, make it anything else but jazz. <laughs> when he specifically puts it towards this one music that you're supposed to be spontaneous at, mm-hmm. it just you can't make, you can't put it into the robot order. So maybe my my problem with Damien Chazelle isn't necessarily movie making, but he just I think he doesn't understand jazz music. He <laughs> wouldn't get it. Like it's just like a pretentiousness, right? I think he knows jazz music from books. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I think he knows it from books and from documentaries. I don't think he knows it from listening to it, listening to it. You know what I mean? The way you're supposed to know how to listen to it. You know? mm-hmm. Did he make uh, Interstellar? No, no, that was that was what's his face, bro. Ooh, speaking of Nolan, Tenet came out. Have you guys seen that one? A... No, I, so I want to watch that one. She's only another one. I'm not too familiar with his career other than those first two man. films. <laughs> Which one? I think he made like First Man. Oh, that's the uh, Ryan Gosling on Neil Armstrong film yeah. biopic, right? I think he made that one. Um, I don't know. Don't quote me. But all of those films, if he did make that one, 
they've been nominated for the Oscars, so maybe he has just kind of like a. Well, maybe he, it's that thing where he makes it okay for white people. You know what I mean? He just makes it okay. Legal. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he does. I don't know. I don't know the guy. I'm being yeah. I mean, just from his interpretations of the two films I'm familiar with. I already don't like that. Maybe, like I said, maybe pick a different genre or something, a different plot or whatever to make. I would like him. But the fact that the two movies I'm exposed to him by are things that are things I disagree with on specific type of music that I love. Yeah. That's yeah, already got my arms crossed when I'm watching him now, you know? Throws me off. Yeah. What um, about you, buddy? Oh, real quick. Uh, we'll get back to you, Tom. But I'll give Chance, Lofa a chance to see. Because I did want to touch on the fact that you finished your 100 movie thing. Oh, and that's really? A cool yeah. goal. That's a cool goal. Congratulations on that. Get a little hand clap. But we'll, when I bring it up. Uh, what's my call? So, anything new you've seen lately that you wanted to talk about? Oh shit! Um, fuck, what did I see? What have you seen? Finished watching that Jeffrey Epstein thing. That was a documentary on Netflix. Yes, yes, it was on Netflix. How was that? I've been so into this Crime Junkies podcast, so I'm really into oh, this nice. whole conspiracy. Have you heard? Have you heard of it? I've heard of it. The two, the two girls. Two right? chicks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's it? Thank you. Uh, Jackie turned me on to it like a month ago, mm-hmm. or the last time I was here, right? Um, like three weeks ago. Don't matter. Within a week, I went through because then I I instantly went through the beginning, like 2018 or 17 when it started. Oh, okay. And within a week, I went through. I'm already. It's been maybe about like three. Well, like I said, three weeks since the last game. I'm already up to halfway through 2019. Oh, I have nice. listened to nothing else. I'm like obsessed with this. Podcast is amazing. Anyway, so that gets me onto the Jeff Epstein thing about the documentary thing. Mm-hmm. I've been obsessed with just crime stories lately for whatever reason. Oh, nice. So how was that? You found anything uh, that we didn't know or any of the conspiracies that hit you? Uh, yeah. Like, I wasn't really aware of them. Okay. You know? The uh, Hollywood exposure thing? Yeah, you know, it's like, keep pretty much, like, rub shoulders with all these famous mm-hmm. people. Not just, like, celebrities, but, you know, like, play people in uh, high political... Oh, them too, you know? But, like, political... Um... Yeah, uh, you powerful powerman. Because yeah. I don't think he himself like nobody really knew what he did. They just know that he came from a lot of money and he had a lot of power. But he kind of had like all this mystique behind him because, like, what does this guy do or who? Because mm-hmm. he knows a lot of people, you know. And uh, he was apparently somebody not to be trifled with. Like, well, it, it ties in all to the sex, the child sex trafficking, right? right? And um, like you know, apparently he had this island. Uh-huh. Even like I wasn't aware of that until like the documentary, but he had this uh, island in the Bahamas or the Caribbean somewhere, where he had like all these like politicians and famous people and celebrities that would fly in, and that's like his little sex trafficking island where they would just come and do all sorts of crazy shit with kids. That's crazy, man. That's... And like apparently there was like logs like from the airplane like of all the people that he had on the island. I, I you know. It... I don't know if they talk about this. I haven't seen it yet, but like, I, it can't be everybody that went online and went to go fuck kids, right? It can't be that, but it can't be that everybody that didn't know him knew that's what he was about. Yeah, they address that too, right? Like, you know, because some people, like, once I, you know, shit started hitting the fan and all this stuff started coming to light, was like, oh no, I was just like, like, say, I was just doing landscape, but I don't know anything yeah, else I was doing. Yeah, some shit, whatever. Because you don't really know, like, unless you're on the inside, right? Which apparently a lot of people were, but they just kind of try to look the other way. But as soon as, like, like I'll take myself as an example. If I hear, let's say, uh, like, oh, shit, yeah, he's going to find me a private island. Awesome, bro. Uh, have a vacation, you know, take my family, whatever. 
And then I find out like a month later, like, hey, did you know he hasn't been convicted or anything? But there's rumors that he like sex traffics kids there. Like, oh, okay. Then I'm, yeah. Then <laughs> I, then yeah, <laughs> Dennis. Then I'm never gonna go on that guy's island ever again. Yeah. Like, like obviously, if you know the facts, like, what the f- it, like, not even facts, rumors. If I hear, that's what I'm talking about. If I hear. I mean, rumor. even if rumors, but sometimes because I watched a movie recently with rumors, I gotta be like sure. Like, Which one was it? Uh, it was called The Hunt. By Thomas Vinterberg. It was. It's not the one where the political. Nope. Okay. Is it different? It's a, it's a good one. Yeah, hey, I like that movie. You like it? No. It's a straight to streaming movie. It's enjoyable. It's a movie. And I liked how it made but fun of both parties. It's too preachy. It, there's like. It's so it's comically. Preachy, but it, it's so comically preachy. Because, like, the guy from Vulgar. Uh, My name is Earl. Ethan Supley. Ethan Supley. Where he's like, oh, they're limp. They're, they're crisis actors. Yeah. What? It's like, come on, we get it. No, no, I mean, I thought, but I thought it did a good job of making fun of both parties. Is what I liked about it because you really only get that from like South Park or Always Sunny in Philadelphia. You know, you really don't get that in major movies where they're making fun of both parties. You either get Hollywood making fun of the right, or you get these weird right movies, you know, yeah. Christian movies making fun of the left. You never really get both. So I like the movie that's both. Where hey, everybody here is stupid, you know. I guess. Well, well that that's films, more to enjoyability, yeah. and it was a straight to stream movie, but, so. Let's talk about Hunt. Go ahead. Explain to me. I never. Was, the plot is basically this kindergarten teacher, you know, he there's a rumor started around him. He's an undercover cop? No, that he's a pedophile. Oh, shit. Yeah, and it's not true, and it's heart, it is heartbreaking. Man, this movie is so just. That was similar in that sense, right? With Philip Seymour Hopkins. Did you see that? Oh, Happiness? No, Doubt. Doubt. Did you get a chance oh, to see that? Oh, I didn't see that, but oh, I do want to. I know, Philip is it's one of like your favorite play. actors, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a very similar concept. So it's not true, and it's his career true, ends? Wait, why does the rumor start from? Somebody who got it's mad because he was in trouble? She, little girl. You'll have to see the whole film to understand why she said it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, because she likes him as a teacher, but she, like, kissed him on the lips, and he was like, no. Wait, she's in kindergarten? Yeah. Fucking gross already. And he was like, no, no, you cannot do that. All right? That's what the adults do, okay? You yeah. You can't do that. And then she was, then she started a whole rumor about him that he, like, he Jeffrey Epstein'd her. <laughs> That's it. Is yeah. that a verbiage now? That's it. We're using yeah. it as a verb? He Jeffrey Epstein'd her? <laughs> yeah. And it's not true. But, like, everyone believes her. That's a new, Everyone's... That's a new verb uh, Tom made up as a nomenclature. Uh, he Jeffrey Epstein her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's it's not true. And everyone believes it because, like, oh, the kids don't lie. Okay. Kids lie every day. Yeah, F- kids, kids lie. I had this joke about um, this movie that... Uh, oh, it's a, oh, nice. This movie that came out called... Uh, something about heaven. It was one of those Christian movies where this kid dies... <laughs> And then allegedly saw heaven. I don't know if you guys saw it. It came out like a year or two ago or something like that, right? After the plot. Yeah, it's, it was right. Anyways, this girl at church, at church, uh, at work, was like, oh, Steve, have you seen this movie? Oh, it's very like, oh, yeah, it's really good. It's a true story, too. Like, yeah, I saw it. I, I didn't see the movie, but I lied to yeah, I saw that movie. It was called Kids. They should have renamed the Kids Lie. You know, Jesus Christ, man. Kids number Lie. One, you can't even in court. You can't trust witness statements. And number one, you're dreaming. I, I mean, you're in a and state. First of all, these children are children. They have a big imagination. They can. Adults could have made this up. Of course, I'm going to take a kid's word for it. Plus, we're in a state where we might be 
half dead, so your your brain is already going crazy. How do you know you just didn't? I'm always questioning like the dream world and what's real and what's not, right? So how do you know you didn't you didn't dream up heaven of what you think it is like, you know? Yeah. I don't know, I don't know if it's what do you believe in God? Do I believe in God? Yeah. yeah. I just don't want to be assigned to a religion. Hey, man, that's like the best way to think about stuff, right? Yeah. Don't like, label. I guess it's not about like labeling. Don't box me yeah. into this. I'm not a real, if I believe in God, don't assume me to be like a Christian or anything. Yeah. Because I'm not. I, I don't, I'm not assigned to a religion. Let's just say that. I think our religions I, are wrong. I don't want to be. I don't want to be. It's I, weird not to portray that like on you and Gwen, right? On are you kids, like, because I don't want to, my thoughts on religion specifically, I legit think it's wrong. I think if it's like in the government figure where it's an authority figure and it influences people for negative reasons. But I, I don't want... believe in the wrong things. Exactly. But I also want to disassociate that from uh, uh, the higher power of what God made. Yeah. So it's tricky to not confuse you and, and to not portray my... Because I want you to come up with that on your own. Or you to have your own ideas on what God may I didn't, or may not be. Because you've talked to me about this before, but mm -hmm. I didn't do it just because of okay, you. Okay, cool. Yeah. I like most things I don't. You have your like, own ideas, yeah, right? Yeah. But it just happens to be like the thing. But um, I, I think, yeah, I believe in a higher power. Obviously, like a yeah, God, sure. I believe in God. But and not I, in the Judeo-Christian sense. Yeah, right? But I don't want to be like I'm not. I'm I, not religious. Right. I think it's. I mean, I don't think anybody should be. But it, it's weird to me. Like, um, like it's a pet peeve of me of you being a movie buff, right? Everybody automatically assume, assume. Right. I oh. remember during Christmas, like, uh, I, I had asked for a Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Like, and then Becky got me one. Good? And oh. Becky got It's kind of yeah. flimsy. She got me one for Christmas. And yeah. Then she, and then I heard people like, Steve. And, and what? They were like, Steve. Uh, that's not fair. And See, I don't like that like, because it makes you think not like you're not your own man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I follow someone else like a religion. <laughs> sure. <laughs> But it's just not fair because that makes me think. It makes me look like one of those football dads, right? It's like that, you want to play? Yeah. No, dad, I want to dance. Yeah, some shit like that, right? <laughs> what was that South Park episode? <laughs> they did a King of the Hill too. Where was the South Park episode where it was like some some dad wanted this kid to dance, mm. and the kid wanted to play basketball? Yeah. They did it the was reversal. Just like really yeah. cool reversal, and then like the dad's just like. Slap! Do you remember that? <laughs> oh yeah, like, yeah, he yeah. Slapped everyone, and then his son punched him in the nose. Yeah, but that's what I'm talking about. Like, I don't like because it makes me look like I'm forcing. Yeah. You and Gwen, uh, you know, because just Gwen likes the different music that yeah. were similar music, right? <clears throat> and you like the movies. It, 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 I like a lot of movies that you like, but I. And we disagree a lot on a lot of the films. Obviously, we yes. came into this arguing. But I've also introduced <laughs> you to other stuff. One hundred percent. You've yeah. introduced me to stuff I haven't uh, heard of or known, um, which I really enjoyed. And then, and vice versa, right? We, we. Mm -hmm. I think it was more of the peers as far as that. Yeah. But I, I never like you're gonna like movies because I say, look, I, you know, if that were true, it wouldn't be wedding wise and Gwen the same way. Then, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> you make this watch movies of time, but Gwen just. Right, exactly. It's not like, uh, and vice versa, right? You do that with your mom and your sister, right? Yeah. You make them watch it. But they're not movie buffs, right? No. But it's not, it's not, I just, I don't think it's fair to you to, it, it, it takes away your identity because you came up, that's you on your own. You came yeah, into movies. I did this like oh, I did, years ago. Because you're, especially horror, right? Horror was your I, introduction. Yeah, I was doing film. this like years ago. Bro, I'm not, a, I mean, I love horror movies, but I'm not a horror buff, you know? If anything, yeah, I, you did bro, I'm a comic book movie guy. 
and you hate comic book movies. Yeah. So there, that should be the Usually, argument right there. I hate comic movies. Yeah, no. there's some, obviously outliers and some good ones, but Mostly that should be the ones. that should be the prime example right there of how no, I'm not making him into yeah. a mini me. That's he's on his own. He's his own man. You know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I, don't know. I mean, you I don't you know. know. I mean, look, you've known both of us our whole lives, basically. So, right. so. It, isn't it unfair when people say that to like, oh yeah, Tom's like, oh, mini Steve making Steve ma- made him into a mini him or some shit like that. Oh, that's yeah. not fair, right? No, of course Has not. Because they don't know. What? Yeah, all the time. Like, oh, he's just like you, or oh, he sounds like you, or whatever. I mean, it's like, not like you're related or anything. <laughs> it's just not so like weird. the Pulp Fiction is a perfect example. Like he asked for that shirt, not me. I want a shirt like that, and I didn't have. I don't have. That yeah, is a pretty cool awesome. shirt. You know, I don't know. It's just, it's, I don't think it's fair. I think people, I don't know. Yeah, I can't do anything about it though, because I'm like, like now I'm per- gonna ruin my dreams. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's weird. Hmm. Yeah, I don't like when people say that. I'm not a fan of it. How do you respond? How do you take it? Because no. I can only be like, no, no, that's all him, man. He's his own dude. That I can I do? Like, and they believe me, or they don't believe me. But I feel like now I got through this like in my own. I started. I'll rant. But then that subconsciously builds conflict within us. Because it makes you want to be like individuality and it makes you like, no, I'm not my dad. And then it makes you think if no one ever brought it, like, there's oh, no... I am. <laughs> I think it's just a little unfair. You know, you're your own dude. Yeah, I, I followed my own path. It wasn't because you... Like, you showed me films along the way, but I was never like... But that was more of a pure thing. Like, yeah, oh, you like that? Oh, oh, and the same thing with you. I showed you the Holy Mountain. Top five movies of all time, I think. Have you seen that, love? Oh, uh, no. I remember we were talking about it, so I've seen it. Yep. Let's watch it right now. Pause. It's. <laughs> Pause. Yeah. I mean. It's on Prime, isn't it? Yeah. Amazon it's on Prime? YouTube. Yeah, YouTube, YouTube for free. Probably on Prime. Yeah. It's not on Prime. Okay. No. What's the weirdest movie you've seen? Have you ever seen a weird movie? Uh, weird in what way? Uh, like something that we would consider weird. Just like, something so, I would consider weird. Yeah, I was going to say something we would consider weird. Not mm. like Jackie. Oh, I mean, that, that's different because I'm pretty sure you could take it up a, a notch than your average That's what I'm movie asking. So I wonder so. what. Like, not Fear and Loading in Las Vegas. Yeah, that's yeah. that was like on a Watch Mojo's. Yeah, that was on Watch Mojo's list where it's like, oh, it was number that's two. Weird. Weirdest film. Uh, Come on, maybe Doom Generation. <sighs> Is that the one, David Lynch one? Uh, no, that's, that's Do- oh, Doom. Doom Generation? Oh, uh, no. Um, you're thinking of Dune. Dune, you're right. Oh. <laughs> they were making that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Timothy... Chalamet, Chalamet and the director of, like, great director. Birdman, I think. Uh, oh, really? Alfonso Curion? That's Children of Men. Oh, um... And Ali the other Hunter one. Alejandro Gene. He edited through, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Good director. Mm. Yeah, I've, I'm hyped. There's only, like, three movies I don't want to watch this year like and I'm hyped for it and that's like and Bill and Ted's already marked off your list yes <laughs> yeah new Wes Anderson one bro you show me the trailer the trailer for uh, the Charlie Kaufman movie uh, it's coming to Netflix in September, September I didn't know about 4th. it either so last night so he showed me what uh, is it it's called I'm I don't, thinking of ending yeah, things I'm thinking of ending it here it's based off of like a novel uh-huh. Same name. Trailer looked great it oh, looks really? crazy yeah, yeah. alright I'm not even like uh What's his name? Jeremy Plimpkin? Plumpkin? Jeremy Pitt? Jeff Lee? Jeff Plump? What's his? What's the weird guy? The low-budget Matt Damon, dude. The, dude with <laughs> the squishy face. I don't know his name. He was in uh, yeah, the man. last season of Breaking Bad. He was in Game Night. Uh, game Night. He's a cop in Game he's Night. He's in a lot of stuff. 
Who was he in Game Night? Is that the Tina Fey? He was the cop. He was the cop in Game Night. He was in the Irishman. The weird puppy. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot he was Jeffrey. I think it's Jeffrey Plimpton. Something. Yeah. Tony Clay. Oh yeah, she's the mom in it. I like her. She's great. I was just gonna say she's great. Your mom used to really like a show she used to star in called United States of Terror that was really good. Yeah, it's on Hulu, I think. Oh yeah, you should. I mean, it's only a few seasons, but yeah. I think you'd like it if you like her. Exactly. So she gets a, uh, a lot of time to shine, you know. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I like Tolt Swinton. That's probably my favorite actress. Yeah, she's, she's amazing. Wait, she's your favorite actress? Probably. Next that's that's bold words, bro. Probably uh, now at least because like she's she amazing. Say? No, no, she's great. I always liked her. I always thought, like, half the movies I'm in, half the movies I see her in, she's really, like, uniquely beautiful. She's Wes Anderson. And then the other half, I was like, she looks like a dude. She's like a David Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> so it's I really mean, weird to me. I mean, in Suspiria, they, there's a character she played. She's played three different characters in the movie, and one of them is male, and right. I didn't even know and one's the old lady. Right, nobody knows it's her, right? That's the kind of the whole point. The makeup yeah. is so good. I didn't see the movie. I just saw, like, images of it. Uh, like, I thought she looked like... I've never seen her look... She plays, like, a, a hot hillbilly-ish person. Kinda. In Broken Flowers. With... I liked... I liked her in Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah, she looked... And, uh... In Adaptation? I thought she looked really pretty in Adaptation. Oh, yeah! Yeah. And I thought she looked cool, like, David Bowie, though, in Constantine. You know? She looked... Oh, bro, she, she was, too. uh, really good when we need to talk about Kevin. Not yeah, that's a more oh, serious film. Yeah. You see him? What's his name? Jeremy Plimpton, right? I, 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 keep, I keep getting... Uh, Jeffrey Plunkett or something. That's it. I think that's Plunkett? it. A weird Plunkett? squishy face dude? Uh, he didn't look squishy face. He just looked like... Oh, shit. Hold on, let me, let me get it. Discount Matt David, yeah. Um, did you see. see we didn't talk about Kevin? Yeah, I've seen that. Actually, I saw that when it first came out. Oh, no. Jeff Plunkett? No. Here, I'll, I'll look it up real quick. So, like it's bugging the shit out of me. look up I'm thinking I'll look it up from Game Night. Just look up I'm thinking of anything. Yeah, that's true. I could do that. Uh... Then uh, the Batman trailer came out. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, so. that's another thing. I forgot. Okay, go ahead. You oh, guys take <laughs> your parts first. And well, Jesse Plemons. That's Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons. Yes. Pumpkit? What did you say? I, it was a J and a P, mm. so I was close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Jesse Plemons? Uh, Does no. it look familiar to you? Bro, yeah, he's a, he's a character actor, but he's starting to get more starring roles. Oh, so does that make that it word? a cameo? See? Game Night, Friday Night Lights, uh, El Camino, Fargo, Mike. Oh, The Irishman, that's right. Yeah, you said that. He's in the Fargo show. No. But anyways, um, okay, so the Batman trailer came out. Yeah. Your thoughts, Tom, first. We'll go round, round table again. Um, Looks amazing. I've been hyped ever since it said, like, Robert Pattinson was going to be him. Because he is an amazing actor. He's proved himself to be one of, of, one of the greats. Of our generation. Yes. I'd say that, yeah. yeah I agree. Yeah. But... The makeup that they used on him just really it's like dark this trailer Goth. looks dark yeah it's, it's emo actually <laughs> yeah it is it's a little emo yeah i'm telling you that i tell you that meme i, I told you him but it, the meme said like there's a part where he has the eye makeup still on oh yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. there's a still it is like why does bruce wayne look like he's been listening to the mcr non-stop Stupid. <laughs> That's, that's pretty funny. good. Imagine like but, the South Park episode, like with the goth one. Yeah, the emos the goth versus goths. That's, <laughs> that's one of my favorite like little series of goths versus emos versus vampire kids at the yeah. end. Right? Oh, the goth shit. kids are great. <laughs> that was funny, man. But um, yeah, the trailer looks awesome. I love like darker takes on things that maybe have seemed like goofier in the past. Maybe like because Batman's been betrayed in many ways. Like, Lego Batman. 
kind of thing. <laughs> but fun. I like kind of more serious tones to things a lot of, of the time. Nolan films. Even the, I like the uh, Zack Snyder ones. I, re- I had to defend Ben Affleck when he was first cast. People didn't like him. And I, mean, I was saying... Well, I mean, at the time... Actor. By the time he's coming off of Daredevil... Not coming off of it, but his comic movies was Daredevil and nice. Elektra, which were not really good. And he's on and off, but... I thought, uh, look, man, we've seen him in the Argo, we've seen him in the town. He has the potential to be really in good. Gone Girl. And he's a huge Batman fan, you know. So I thought, like, I think James he. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> even in interviews, like, but anyways, I was like, this guy at number one, he's finally have the perfect height and weight, like, of what actually Batman is. So I like that's number one physically. Number two, acting skills. He has the potential to be really good. He can be bad. Yeah, and he, he can be bad. And he good, but I thought Ben Affleck was a, one of my favorite Batmans. Great, instantly. And then when I had to defend Robert Pattinson, actually to one of our former guests, um, uh, Robert uh, Compton. Oh, okay. yeah. So, because he was like, wow, what do you think of this bullshit? This Twilight dude's going to be Batman? And I was like, of That's course. always like the, that's of course, you're going to bring up the Twilight. Twilight, Harry Potter. But like, bro, have you seen anything in the last two, three years he's been doing? Have you seen Good Brothers, Time right? Highlight? I just brought up Safety Brothers, right? And the light, the lighthouse. Lighthouse number one. That should be your instant to know, like he's not fucking around. He has a better. He was almost on the same level, level as Defoe. He, I was gonna that. say Defoe, who has like as good a beard as Loaf does right now. And he's. Have you seen Lighthouse yet? Yes. Oh, bro! Like just one like, of my favorite guys, movies of all time. Uh, I remember. I well, number one, you know, you were telling me about it, and I already, I already wanted to see it, but you saw it before me because I was gone. I saw it on the plane. They had it on the plane. Theaters, and I was like, and it was Man, the this is amazing. Experience. I saw it on the plane. And it was an amazing experience. So was, I can imagine on, yeah. on the theater. But I'm just saying, like, you're not giving him the respect that he's due if you're judging him on based on Twilight films, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Harry Potter. I've seen the other directors, uh, The Witch. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. Love that one. Love that movie. But, um, please. Mm. <laughs> so, acting skills, I irony. And I also like, what's his face? Uh, what's his name? Jerry Ryder? Or, um, Jeremy Ryder. The, the black dude from the James Bond series? Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. So he's really good. And so he's cast as Gordon. I was like, oh shit, we're going to finally get like an interracial Gordon. That's cool. And I, what's... Uh, Zoe, Zoe Kravitz from... No, Kravitz. it was... Oh, uh, Paul Dano's in it too, who's Paul also... Dano. Oh yeah, really. Dude, yeah. also... Great actor. Yes. Yes. Amazing. People don't give him enough credit because, uh, you know, he did what? my You know, was my, the girl next door. Was it, was it him and Jonah Hex? Was that him? Was that uh, yeah. Was he was... Sparks. Ruby Sparks. That was the movie. Well, I I knew he what? had really what uh, Little Miss Sunshine, right? Where he's like, yes, oh, okay. Little Miss Sunshine, Twelve Years Slave, Prisoners, and all then, those films. Yes, exactly, Prisoners, and then he's doing We We Can um, um, There Will Be Blood. So he's already so Army Man. Yeah, he's that a great. Really good. But instantly, like he's a young guy and he's already acting against Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, you know he's like, he's that was the, like in two thousand seven too. And like, he so he's the ant ant. Uh, well, I guess they're both kind of uh, they're not protagonists, right? So. He, uh, I don't know who the bad guy. Wait, they're both bad Colin guys. Colin Farrell was in the movie. Which he was one? In the trailer. And they were he had like blood? a bunch of makeup on, but I think it was. Oh, Colin for the Farrell. Batman, yes, he's yeah. the Penguin. Yeah, under heavy makeup. I, I got a chance to. Sure about Danny DeVito, guys. <laughs> yeah, that would have thought that Danny DeVito is returned as the Penguin. I would have loved that. That would have been a cool little multiverse type thing. That's yeah. Penguin. You know what? Um, I do remember. Uh, remember the show Taxi uh, mm-hmm. with Andy yeah. Kaufman. And Danny DeVito was in that, and there was this bit part, like in an episode where he had an umbrella and was pretending to be the penguin. Oh, really? Yes. And it, this is obviously like 10 years before, not 10, yeah, maybe like seven, eight years before uh, he was cast the part. You know, he was just a, 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 a TV actor then. But yeah, I do remember what he was pretending to be the penguin. I, was like, oh. 
I remember, but obviously I had seen Batman Returns before I was watching old Taxi episodes on, you know, one of those, like, uh, PBS shows. Oh, uh, okay. Channels. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, he played the he technically played the penguin prior to the, the before Tim he was Burton. actually yeah. the penguin. So yeah. that's kind of cool. Uh, anyways, yeah, I, I think it's gonna be good. Uh, actually, DC is really doing really well right now. Yeah, because uh, the suic- the newer Suicide one, directed by um, James um, Gardens of the Galaxy. What's the name? Super Gun. James Gun. Uh, that one. Lo- this one looks great. Everybody in it looks like it's gonna be a fun. The new Suicide Squad movie. It's like a. That ship has sailed. No, that's what I'm talking about. It's not what it's not what the original bad one was. This one's, I think James Gunn's looking at it as a kind of a revamped that sequel type of thing. Okay, like I'm taking saying, it. I don't. Like, like I'm excited because James Gunn. Uh, Michael Rooker, of course, they work together all the time. But um, I think it's too soon. I think it's just right, honestly. DC's doing, like I said, DC's doing, the new Wonder Woman looks fucking amazing. Oh, like, yeah. That, you know, I, I mean, great. I can't say so, because you're, this is coming from someone who loves comic books. It's just... Well, but I've, as, okay, so this is me knowing that DC has done a lot of bad movies, and I still enjoy them on the enjoyability factor, but on the quality factor, they're bad. And I'm glad that these are now finally, the quality is reaching up to the enjoyability. You know what I mean? Like, I can you can show these movies to someone who doesn't like comic movies and they can appreciate them differently. You know what I mean? So they've been doing good recently. Well, they're go- I'm, what I'm talking about. Like, they're they've always been a step. Not always. When the MCU came out, they've been a kind of a step behind mm-hmm. type of thing. Because it's always it's never like. Look at Zack Snyder. It's- no, it's no before that because it's never like uh, when com- when DC's doing good movies, Marvel's doing bad ones, and vice versa. <laughs> So, like, if you look at the early Tim Burton Batman, right? That came out late 80s, uh, early 90s, you know, so that's, that's like... That's when 88, Marshall was... 89 and Howard 82. the Duck. 89 and 82. So you got Howard the Duck. You have the original Captain America, which oh. is shitty. You have uh, the original Punisher, which I liked it, did not do well. You know, you have bad Marvel movies. And mm-hmm. you have really good DC movies. And then you have something like... Um, Howard the Duck good. What are you <laughs> Yeah. And then you have the Bat Schumacher movies. Well, now... Uh, Marvel's having Blade and two, and Spider-Man and X-Men and these are doing really well and now DC's doing bad movies you know they have Steel they have fucking you know you know what I mean like uh, it's never it's like when these guys are doing good they're not doing it so now that we kind of finished where Marvel's doing great and DC's kind of kind of lagging behind well now we have uh, DC's given a chance to rise up because you know, even right before the uh, MCU happened the Iron Man movie what'd you have you had the Nolan franchise with okay. Batman you know, because that was in 2005, 2008, 2012. And then that's when the MCU is just starting. So now you have kind of the bad movies of DC starting. The Hulk. Um, yeah, one? see, so... The, the director of Brokeback. And that was in 2008. So that was when the last good DC movie happened, which was The Dark Knight, right? And in 2012, uh, Dark Knight Returns, the main one, that's known to be one of the better of the Nolan films, Bat. right? That's her, pun intended. But now you have the start of the MCU universe, so it's like they can, for whatever reason, whatever uh, universe is, has going on, it allows only one uh, franchise to be doing good at the, at the same time, you know? And now that Marvel's kind of finished their first run, mm-hmm. well, now you have, you know, DC doing it a little bit better now, that kind of crap, right? Well, Aquaman came out, it was great. Uh, Wonder Woman came out, that was great. Um, now um, we have the newer movies, you know, whatever. The well, they're releing Birds the Snyder Cut for Justice League. Oh, I know, can't wait for that. And it looks 
The trailer looks awesome. Great. It looks different. It, it legit like, I thought different. honestly, I thought it was like, oh shit, they're gonna do part two already. Oh right. That's what I thought until I saw the end of it. It's like, oh, it's four hours long. So excuse me. <laughs> and they're making it into four one-hour miniseries episodes. Oh, okay. So that's a perfect. You you release it as a miniseries instead of one long-ass true movie. True. You release it as a miniseries. That's perfect. I feel like DC spinoffs are doing better. Yeah, absolutely. Doom Patrol. Right. So that's another thing. Like the, like so the Watchmen show. All the Marvel cartoons, really bad. I'm not sure if you're that big into it, but the, if you try to watch the Marvel cartoons, they're really bad. Those cartoon movies are bad. And DC, Which ones? Which ones? Oh, on the, the Iron Man one, the Doctor Strange one, the Hulk one. Oh, the anime. Like the, the ones on Netflix? Ones. Are they on Netflix? Uh, some some might be, but I'm not sure. Probably more DC Plus. Oh, yeah, okay. I think the DC, the DC ones are. DC animated movies have really been good. known to be like. No, they're Master on. That's the Phantasm. We just watched that recently. One of the best ones. Really good. Yeah. One of the best yeah. ones, absolutely. Seven out of ten. Yeah. Oh man, that, it, one of the best. And and all their DC movies have been always been really really good. But that's what I'm talking about. Like what when their shows are doing good, like yeah, it, it even works the same way. Like the Flash is what the whole Arrow universe. You know, Arrow, Flash, Garden. You know, Legends of Tomorrow. Those CW shows are doing really well and they're really good. And then you have kind of shitty like Agents of Shield and really I never saw Agents of Shield. You're not like you're not missing out on anything. It's always like one or the other. Like I don't know why that that is the, the way it is. It has to do something with like the way the balance of the universe has to go or whatever. Huh. What about Iron Fist? I never saw Iron Fist. It's not good. Second season is better though. I'll give you that. What's your favorite? Like oh, should we talk about uh, Chadwick Boseman dying? Oh, last night? Right. oh it just yeah. happened last night. Uh, I, I got a chance to meet him. He was. Mm-hmm. To be fair, when I met him, though, uh, Lafayette from True Lies died, who was a fruit, uh, true, not True Lies, True Blood died, so he was kind of like in a somber mood or whatever. Oh, I see. Uh, ironically, from, and now they were friends. Um, very nice person, man. Like, you don't get the douchey vibe from him. I didn't get the douchey vibe from him. Very nice person. He seems like a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, you, you know, some of it's like, oh, it's all Hollywood. He's kind of a douche in real life, I think. This guy was a, kind of a nice guy, like, I and I think it has to do with because he hit success later in his years. He was always like in his oh, okay yeah. mid thirties, late thirties when he hit success. So. Yeah, he but he was always before that. He was always in like some like kind of minor roles. Character actor stuff. Yeah. yeah, but then he got like Black Panther, which is everyone knows him Blew for. Him it, up. Mm-hmm. But uh, wasn't he in The Five Bloods? Yeah, that's the most Lee. recent one. The Spike Lee. We should watch that. I haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah, me neither. You should. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. Um, I always like Spike Lee. Inside Man, one of my favorites. Have you seen Do the Right Thing? By the way. Yes, you did? I loved it. Okay, it's good. Top ten movies of oh, shit. Nice. Not all time. One hundred movies. Ever. That's a hood movie. You could count that as your hood movie. You know? I guess. That's <laughs> a racial tension. Well, I mean, a lot of hood movies are racial tension. Yeah. yeah. That was just sad. I'll say that though. I, I uh, did the right thing. I liked it. Feels like it now, I man. It. It's so hot. You know? Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know. Well, you got anything to say about him? Uh, I was looking forward to Black Panther too. Um, did they? Do you know if they filmed anything? I don't know. I, I never hadn't really bothered to look into it. Just maybe they might have like a. They might do like a release, like a Michael Jackson, the Michael Jackson documentary, where mm. they're supposed to do that tour, but instead they just ended up doing like the documentary of just like the whole the process of making it. Yeah, I don't know. Like that would be kind of cool just to see him like one more again. A little doc for it. You know, just. I like to think that they might have had something because. I know, you know, prior to COVID, they had still already been working on all these different movies. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, I mean, even the, we got a trailer for the Batman that looks really great, and that was only twenty five percent. Yeah, twenty five percent. And that you definitely got David David uh, uh, Lynch vibes from not David Lynch, um, uh, David Fincher, David Fincher uh, vibes from me, and I think that was kind of the point. 
And didn't that we just have cool. an episode where we're talking about how movies that are unofficially like part of the like? Because I was talking about Seven being a, a Gotham City. Movie, oh right, 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 right. And that's kind of what this feels like. This, this movie's like a Gotham City, uh, like an, a Seven Dave, sequel. Uh, right? Let's call it Zodiac. What's that? Do you hear David Fincher's making a new film? What's he gonna do? Uh, I think it's like a straight to Netflix thing, huh. maybe. Do you know what it's about? No. Uh, do you, um, anything Chadwick Boseman? Rest in peace. Oh, what movies did you, what was your favorite movie from him? Um, I always saw Black Panther. Oh, you noticed that one? Yeah. Did you like it? Which, that was still, yeah, that was still, like, a uh, pretty good film. He was, he did great in the film. Like, all the lead actors did really good in that one. But I just, like, all the other stuff. There was one on Netflix, I don't know if you guys got a chance to see it, but it was called Message from the King. Mm-mm. He plays like a. Joe? No. <laughs> uh, he plays like a. It's a neo noir film. It's set oh. in LA. But he plays a detective from. You don't find out he's a detective to the end. That's really a spoiler because it's not relevant to the plot. His sister dies in LA. And pri- I think from an overdose. So he's kind of trying to track down who sold the drugs and what was oh, the answer. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm about? I, I saw the trailer for it in like. Um... Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I think I saw it on, when it was on Netflix. Really cool because I love neo noir films. Speaking of, I will speak. I just saw it most recently. Mother is Brooklyn. Really fucking oh. great. But it's in that same vein. But it's set in you know modern day LA, and his sister dies. So he comes from. Um, I don't know if it's South Africa. It sounds cliche to say it, but let's say South Africa for... for I don't want to just say Africa, right? right. So, like, whatever, detective from South Africa. Maybe even, like, a, a, a captain or a chief. Like, a big deal, right? Where he's from a cop. But you don't find that out until later. You just look at him as a brother trying to find his sister's killer. So he's kind of tracking down leads, getting into some shit, you know, finding out what she's doing. But it's a new noir film, and you're kind of your basic plot, but it's really good, especially if you like those type of detective story movies. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, anyways, like, um, he ends up, like, finding this big conspiracy, and then you find out at the end, like, how was your, how was your vacation, and he doesn't, like, at the end, how was your vacation, uh, sir? Like, it was fine. Let's go home. You know, like, sorry, right. <laughs> and I was, it's just like, oh, shit, like, he didn't even tell anybody what he was doing. Like, this is guy just, this cop from another country comes to America, kicks some ass, finds his, uh, uh his sister's killer, and goes home. You know, it was just mm, one of those okay. things. It was really cool, though. Check it out. If you like new noir films, love it. So, on um, the plane, I saw Mother's Booking with Edward Norton. He directed this one. I didn't know oh, that until the very end. Edward Norton. And I know he's known for being kind of difficult to work with, but uh, I really enjoyed the film. Bruce Willis is in it, briefly. Uh, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe's got a pretty um, big role, and Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin, yeah. Uh, really good movie, based on a true story. I didn't know this. Oh. So, I guess it is a really, it was some kind of like segregate, not segregate, uh, gentrification type of thing going on in New York in the 40s, and kind of like... Um, well, what gentrification is, they were bringing out, you know, minorities and trying to improve bridges, build bridges over their houses type of shit. And oh, I see. Yeah, and then, I don't know, it was really good, though. I, 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 I recommend it. It's one of the best soundtracks I've ever heard. Let's see. About so that. it's almost worth it for that alone. One of the best soundtracks really? I've ever heard. Yeah. I got to look it up. I think I'm going to buy it. Uh, one of the best soundtracks I've ever heard. Incredible. Nice. Yeah, so check it out. Well, it's said in the 40s, nice. it's a certain time period that it gives you but it was really good I, I highly recommend it pretty good he has Tourette's so it's like it's really weird like hmm. but he's playing that you know private eye trying to find out his boss's killer type of thing gets involved into some shit pretty good though <laughs> very like brick it. yeah nice. yeah like brick I love brick you saw that one Ryan Johnson yeah, yeah I love that one that's his best I think so too of all the movies he's done I think I like that one the best yeah I've only seen that too 
Which one? Star Wars? Breaking Knives Out. Oh, you haven't seen Star Wars? No, I don't want to. You don't like it? it? It's something that it's like... I don't care about it. I saw the first one in, like, The Force Awakens. I don't, I don't know. I, Star Wars, I gave it... I was like, I gave it some leeway because, like, it started this whole fandom. Like, the props. Yeah. But, ugh, I didn't find anything special about it. Neither. If I'm being honest. I'm glad I agree with you. I feel the same way. Uh, I'm just not too much into... Like, kind of fandom things. I'm not too big into those. Well, specifically, like, the whole um, space odyssey type of film like trip kind of i don't thing. like fantasy films for the most part either not See, just I like space films where it's more suited like obviously 2001 space odyssey sure. moon but that i wouldn't consider yeah those are two different things you know moon was directed by david bowie's cup son yeah that's pretty cool huh yeah but were you ever did you ever get into star wars or any of those like big franchise nerd franchise uh star wars like when i was younger like i remember uh-huh. i probably had like a vhs of like just like the first three uh-huh. But, I mean, Star Wars. I have a Star, Wars. Star Wars, bro. <laughs> that's go to our game. Ah! That's cool, I guess. <laughs> um, Indiana Jones, though. Between Star Wars and anything nice. else. I haven't Indiana seen Jones. any Indian John. <laughs> Indian John. <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't mind getting into that, though. Um, I w- I've been wanting to see the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Mm. Over Indiana? Yeah. Oh, man. Never got into those either. I saw uh, two of them in the theaters. I, I, I don't know. I know it's not saying much, but your mom fell asleep from one of them. When I you were fell asleep yeah, for all three sense. of them. When we were just dating. It would make sense, though. I mean, I can with hand like longer movies if they're yeah, I can not too. boring. I just don't. Fan- like exception of Willow, I'm not really too oh, against okay. like fantasy shit. You know. Because I had a bias where it's like, okay, that one's okay because it was actually good, but you know, there's a lot of people that say these were good. I just don't want. I know. I think it's just like I just I like, don't like the, fantasy films. I like and then sci-fi. like, oh, but what about Willow? Like, oh yeah, I like yeah, Willow. Well, I don't want to say that. I like sci-fi, sci-fi films, but like different ones, like weirder kind of sure. sci-fi films. Yeah, I know what you mean. Have you seen the animated film Fantastic Planet? I think we saw the trailer for that together, right? The cartoon. Yes. No. It was I, I, amazing. I, I didn't see it. You saw it, right? It was amazing. Top hmm. three animated films ever. Really? I loved it. Top three animated films. Really? Was it that what good? Would it be yours? Yeah, I loved it. it was so what are the other two? Uh, it's such a beautiful day. Okay. And then Fantastic Mr. Fox. Okay. Oh. That's Roald Dahl too, right? Yeah. I love. Fantastic Is that Mr. in the same universe as James and the Giant Peach and shit and Willy Wonka and all that? No. Oh, uh, James and the Giant Peach. I think he did James and the Giant Peach. He did. Yeah, but is that the same universe? What I'm saying as all those other movies? Is I there any connection? Um, Merrimax, I don't I think, think so, but it's, I think it's only like Willy Wonka. Isn't it one of the Tim Burton movies in the same universe as James and Giant Peach? Number first. Yeah. No, right? he didn't direct that though. No, but I'm saying, isn't Jack Skellington in James and the Giant Peach? No. Who's who has a cameo? Someone you from, told me that when I was watching. Someone it. from was, Nightmare no. Before Christmas has a well, cameo. Well, I need to rewatch the, the film again. I only saw like half of it. And then technically. Corpse Bride has like a cameo between Zero the dog and yeah, so that's so. I mean, if I I'm right about James and Giant Peach, I think am I tripping? Am I misremembering? I thought somebody a character from Nightmare Before Christmas is in James and the Giant Peach. I don't know. I have to rewatch it though. Um, yeah. Can we look that up? Yeah, let me see. Look it up. Because then that would make all three of those movies technically in the same universe. Technically, um, connected kind of thing. Yeah, like Connecticut, New York. <laughs> I, know. <Sorry. laughs> I 
That's a great movie, though. <clears throat> Nothing? Uh, well... Um, it says Jack Skellington has been in a bunch of your fave movies and you didn't even... Fave! Coraline? Hold oh, on. really? Hold on, let me see oh, what, yeah. what's going on right here. His first cameo appearance was in Beetlejuice. Jack Skellington? Yeah. Huh. His. That was before the movie, right? Oh, it says uh, his head can be seen on top of uh, Beetlejuice's carnival hat. Remember, like, he has that little head yeah. and the little things are spinning like it's Jack Skellington on the oh. top. Maybe I just didn't... I thought it was a regular school. But yeah, if it's... I love the Nightmare Before Christmas, though. Uh, Coraline 2, but blink and you'll miss. The fuck? Where is he in this? Yeah, right there. I see a skull. In the egg yolk. Uh, oh! Oh! Interesting. James is a giant peach. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, that that captain, the the yeah, the skeleton, skeleton pirate. Okay, yeah, nice. I knew it. Yeah. Why? Oh, he's shit. just like this big thing. I knew it. He was in the Princess and the Frog. Really? What I didn't finish watching that one, but like that was such a good movie. Like the music is great, very ragtime. That's one of my like. A, that's probably my favorite. Um. Like one of my favorite. Well, David Keith. David Keith does this. There's a song in that one that's super cool, but it's which called one? like Friends on the Other Side. That and was my plays, favorite like, song. A witch he was a witch I just yeah. love. I love the whole animation yeah, sequence. Yeah, that's like a little it was music so video. Different and it was really creepy. It yeah, was different for Disney that's New Orleans, bro. That's especially like at a lot the of end where shit he's there. like spoilers, by the way. Um, where he's like getting dragged uh, mm-hmm. to to hell. To hell. Yeah, and I think it's just like really creepy. They made that into a movie too by Sam Raimi. Drag me to music. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah. Why do you think of Nightmare Before Christmas? I love it. It's one of my favorites. No, for me now it's gotten too popular for its own good. So now I don't want to watch anything else that, ever that again. Can't. For which one? For Nightmare Before Christmas. If something is oh. too popular, I don't care. Like if something is. Popular. I'm at that point where it's just like, oh, okay, let me finish cool. it. Oh, now I can't like it because it's too popular. Yeah, now I have to wait till it's not popular for me uh, to go no. revisit it. Just like Nirvana. If you really love something, then it, it won't but, matter. Well, that's the thing. I don't really love it, you know? Oh. Yeah. Go. I never. I thought it was cool when it was getting, and then when it got popular, now I don't like it. <laughs> well, now I don't want to You know, like, when Dennis went in to see the lawyer, or whatever, the bar association for that episode of uh, the Best Bar Award, uh-huh. and he's in... Dennis is like standing up, or and then, no, I uh, feel like sitting. And then he's like, "Please sit." And like, I'm not want to sit. Like, okay, stand. And now I feel like sitting. I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> like that same mentality. Yeah. It's like it's very like rebelliousness, like just for the sake of rebelling type yeah. of. Shit. I guess so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you been up to, man? What you been up to all week? Um, just work. It's uh, pretty much it. Uh, I haven't really done anything else. Just. I saw this one movie, uh, like, like, we were talking about, like, you know, weird movies, but for me it was just weird because, it, like, okay, what was the point of this? <laughs> like, I think I, I mentioned it before, um, it was Holy A Field Mo- in England. Holy Motors. I don't think I've heard of that. Like, it came out, like, a few years back, like, maybe 20... 12? Or 13, 14, Holy maybe? Holy Motors? A Field Holy in Mo- England. A field, it's called A Field in England. Oh. Like the whole, like, does anybody know in it? Anyone um, we'd know? Excuse me. Is it like the same actor uses the same character? Uh, no, I don't remember like any of the actors or even the director. It's just like four people through the whole movie, and it's literally in a field in England. I think I heard of this. Hold on, I think I seen the trailer. Did I, did I tell you I heard well, this? Which one? I think I told you I heard of this or a trailer for it. Right? It's like all shot in black reenact, and white. And do they reenact a different movie in the field? 
No, unless like I completely missed it, but no, I don't, it's a. Satan Tango. Hold on. I. It's set in the old timing, even though it's obviously in the modern time, right? Sort of, but you can't. You can't tell. It's just like literally in a the field. There's like no like reference to anything other than there's just four guys in the field and they're just like walking around doing shit. I think I saw it on what culture where it's like set old time, but but they were but it's for whatever reason they were saying it's obvious it's in the modern day. So there's no like it's almost like a play just in the field. You know what I mean? That's what they made it. Seem yeah, like. yeah, yeah. But why? why it's like a civil war. But, but why do you think it was weird? I haven't seen it. it looked interesting, but I can't say because I didn't see the movie. Uh. I, I don't really know how to describe it. Yeah, it's just like weird. they're just kind of walking around. Like they, like the two people get captured by these two, these two other Englishmen, like during like the middle of a civil war. So it starts off with they're like in in a field and there's like you know like I don't know cannons and whatnot like somewhere. Then like they come across like these two other people and uh, it's very. I guess it's like all in like the the dialogue. Uh. But uh, like the whole time I'm wondering like. Okay, like, what's the point? Like, when's something gonna happen other than... It, it, that nice. Like, like, it's almost like a, like very waiting for Godot-ish, if oh, I were to compare okay. it to it's anything. It's like all anticipation. Because, and... I mean, it's like nothing builds up. Like, there's just, like, this point at the end where they start... I don't know what they eat. They give them, like, some kind of potion or start eating mushrooms or something where they're just, like, tripping out. Then there's this, like, stroke effect. Like, actually, the movie starts off with it. Like, if you have uh, epilepsy or something, then you probably shouldn't watch it. Huh. Oh, um, I, remember, oh. I remember watching this Japanese movie where they were fighting like the Italian mafia and one of the guys wasn't doing anything but you know he was about to do something and then like <laughs> I didn't want to like I was trying to watch the movie but Jackie was calling me to the room and I was like no wait hold on I know he's going to do something and then like fine she kept bugging I finally left the room and then I hear like I know and he does something really crazy really good and I didn't see it uh, I was like, oh. it's on TV or could that's a Simpsons it. reference <laughs> yeah <laughs> I didn't get it <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, heard of this film called Satan Tango Satan Tango Tango no. um it's by this guy named Bellatar he is like known for making really kind of like longer films it was just like that kind of thing. He made another one called The Turn Horse. The Turned Horse? The Turin Horse. Turin Horse, okay. In 2012. But this one is like seven hours long, and that's what it's known for. Wow. And is that a Russian film? I don't know. I think I'd be German for that. German? Yeah. But um, that's what it's known for. It's just like, oh, this is like one of the longest movies ever. Yeah. I, w- I wanted to watch it. It's, I can't find it anywhere. Like, it's nowhere. Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess what, that's just like kind of a goal to watch it. I don't know if I'd yeah. get any enjoyability out of something seven hours long. Well, it's like in one sitting, unless it's you one break of the it into like rated movies on like Letterbox. Really? Yeah. Letterbox too? Hmm. That's I, I hold more respect for Letterbox than Rotten Tomatoes. I hold more respect for Letterbox than IMDb. Okay. I hold more Rotten Tomatoes than IMDb. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought I had to nice. see that. I heard my friend green, fried green tomatoes. Look, fried green tomatoes. Um, have you ever seen The Office? Yes. Uh, I think I saw like an episode or two at your house. That's about it. Uh, what about Community? Yeah. So which one do you think is funnier? Oh, Community. Whoa! Got you, bro. 
an episode or two. I got you. Well, if you count like the English one, I think I saw an episode or two like of that one, the Ricky Gervais one. I thought that one was better. Yeah, I, I, I love you, the Ricky Gervais. I got That's you. That's your point. I just like Community's the Office more. Community's better. I just saying I like the Office more. And I'm telling you, Community's better. Okay. Then I need to watch Community, I guess. We were arguing about this yesterday. You haven't seen Community? Like no. any of them? I've seen like, episodes love community, and so. I, I got annoyed a lot. Hmm? Just by the characters. I like the characters. Uh, there's some characters that I really love. Like Abed's cool. Abed, I love Abed. Dean. Oh yeah, Dean. Dean's funny. Dean and Chang are my favorite. Yeah. Dean and Chang are. I was so like caught off guard when he was like the elf thing in covered in black. all black paint. Okay, and, and Shirley, right, Nicole Brown, she says like, okay, we all just gonna annoy this hate crime. She's <laughs> 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 so funny. That's one of my favorite episodes, the Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. yeah. yeah just because know. of that, his introduction, because you just hear him whisper something, he's like, and he has his face. <laughs> his all, he's like his eyes are. Just, yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so funny, dude. But there's this, like, group I found on uh, Facebook. Yeah. It's called Community Greendale Posting. And if you want, just, like, go through, like, some of the posts. Don't claim to be a psych major if you don't know who this man is. Kevin, recovering from Chinese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Hello. Hi. <laughs> you gotta uh, tag me this. I could follow right. them. That's so funny, man. This. Wait. I, um... I just watched recently, but just like a few hours ago, Kids. Oh, yeah. oh nice. What'd you think about it? I loved it a lot. Um, I didn't love the characters, um, but I loved the movie. They're you. I have 10 out of 10. You saw Gummo, too, which was came oh, out. Oh, nice. Came I out, Gummo also. It came out around the same time. It was kind of yeah. very similar in the Harmony, sense of... Corrine. Yeah. The disturbing factor, I guess. Well, just yeah. in the mid-90s. When 90s, we were kids, you know, movies. those are the movies we weren't allowed to see, quote unquote. Or, you know. Well, those were the films that were like infamous, which is like Gummo, yo, like kids more actually. You piece of shit. I like the opening. It's really, it gave you a, like a really strong thing of what the film is for Gummo. The cockatoo. I think that was a good song. Which actually, one came both soundtracks. Really which one good. came out first? Kids, or uh, kids. kids came out first? Kids. Okay. Oh, 95. That was Harmony Queen's first. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, I don't know which one of his films, either that one or Gummo. But I guess what he, what I've noticed from his films he portrays Trash. is, yeah, like, disgusting Trash. humanity. The lower, like. Florida as a movie. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I noticed he likes to make films that are not for the norm. You know, I don't think he's ever made something that is, like, I guess, um, have you heard of his film, Mr. Lonely? Mm-mm. It's about, like, a Michael Jackson impersonator who meets a Marilyn Monroe impersonator. And well, I've heard it's, like, oh, it's his, it's more accessible than any of his other films, but it's still kind of weird. Uh, just because probably dealing with popular people? Yeah. I don't, um, one thing I've noticed, he uses Chloe Sevigny. Oh, yeah. In his films. I like her. He's She's good. good. She's really good. She does a lot of Ginger Armouche films, too, by the way. Yeah. I've noticed that, too, on her, just, like... Do you see the brown bunny by any chance? <laughs> you know the I, scene? <laughs> yeah. I know it's infamous for. I know kids infamous for. But mm. um, I watched Vincent Gallo's other film. Buffalo, Buffalo 66. Is that the one with Christine Ritchie, right? Yeah. It was okay. I hated him. He was annoying. He was really just an a-hole. The whole film. But so was she, because she was just she was still there. She was still there. I she was was, 
But I, I don't know. I still kind of liked her character, you know. Or you like her? I, I think it was. I think that's what it was. Because that goes along with. It's hard to see the flaws in women when we are attracted to them, right? Yeah, I think that's yeah. like a mental thing. Yeah. yeah, but the film annoying. Like I'm attracted to your mother. Is she a good character? I think so, but I, I ignore the flaws because I'm attracted. Nice. And I think but, it's the uh, same for her. To me, right? But there was other things in the movie that I like. Like I I love the editing and the music. The music was. But um yeah, Vincent Gallo, I hate him. <laughs> like Lars von Trier. You don't like Lars von Trier? No. I like, like his it. films. Which yeah. one? Which I one's like one. one of your favorite? One of his movies. Like, just like one that you're like, okay, this one, like well, you're on board with 100%. Antichrist and the okay. house that Jack built. I saw Melancholia and I liked it, but I didn't love it. Oh really? I loved it. That was like my number one. That's the one Kristen. Kristen Dunst. Dunst is in that yeah. right? Yeah. But Dunst. um, how's the Jack that I saw? And I know it got a lot of shit for the violence, but that's was I, the whole point. Was I tripping and didn't think it was that violent? I didn't think it was that violent. I, so I, I, I don't saw, know why people walked out of the no, film. I saw the cut where. Have you seen um, that one? No, it's with Matt Damon. Matt, Matt, Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah, I saw the cut. Oh, Matt Dillon. There was some scenes. That was, <laughs> <laughs> Matt Dillon. <laughs> Matt Dillon. Yeah. But I watched Team America also. Oh That man. was awesome. Yeah, but did you? Okay, you see a lot of films live. I've seen a lot of violent films. Did you get that? That one. There was some scenes that I was like, "Whoa, that's kind of effed up." Like where they show, um, you know, when who's the girl? The the girl from Men in Black who had the alien husband in the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah, what you're talking about. You know, where they show, yeah, mm-hmm. Fred. Mm-hmm. Fred, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> where they showed like, um, because there's a scene where he. How dare you bring a Fred? <laughs> He gets her body, like, up in a tarp, and he just, like, attaches it to his car, his van. But it's dragging across the sidewalk, and they show it's, it, like, the face of it. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's really effed up because it's, it's gorgeous, just, like, yeah. it's gorgeous. It's really, like, ugh. But there were some scenes in it, like, where he cuts off the girl's, like, um, boob. Yeah, but I didn't see, like... I, I get gore. I get gore. I, it films. wasn't disturbing. I get like human centipede. It's like, gore for I the second gore. It. I, I gore laughed. porn, right? They call it gore porn. Yeah, <laughs> I laughed more than I was like because it's a comedy. Yeah, I didn't get that. For, I didn't get gore porn from this film. No. So I don't. I think it's unfair I got that to from say Antichrist. But sure. Antichrist is a great film. I just didn't think that that this film warranted. I thought it was a really good movie. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was hilarious actually. Like it's a comedy. Um, Dark comedy. But sure. there, the scene where she cuts off, where he cuts off like her boob. Like mm-hmm. I saw the cut where the rated R cut where it was just like, oh, they cut down the vines a little more. So I wanted this other site where it had the actual the film. X one, the, yeah, or, or NC seventeen, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, movies dot com. Yeah. Hey, and um, I saw it and it was kind of like, ugh, like just ugh. and he puts <laughs> it on his car windshield. Hmm. It's, it's so really, it's supposed to be like an Ed Gein kind of character. Like, it's oh, he's a, a serial Henry, killer for sure. Yeah, he's a. But it's yeah. more like it's, it's he's actually kind of likable too. Yeah, to be honest he's a with you. funny, cool, eccentric yeah. guy. So it's a little. It's I don't know. I don't know because how to he explain has it. he's a serial killer with OCD. That's his thing. Oh. And there's a really good scene where it's like he he kills the mom from Fred and he um <laughs> the bus driver from Forrest Gump. Bus driver from Forrest Gump. The alien. Mom. Mom. Or wife. Um, sorry. Vincent D'Onofrio's wife in Men in Black. And he, like, puts him in a van, but he's, because he has OCD, he starts to think, like, what if there's blood on the floor, and he right. goes in the house to check, even though, like, there's obviously no blood, but he still goes in there and checks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good, and, um, 
the whole film is just about violence and how we take so much like kind of joy in seeing other people get murdered and it's really just about Lars von Trier's work a lot but that was my least favorite part where it's just like Lars von Trier giving himself too much credit there's a little bit of that yeah because there's a scene where it's talking about like, violence and art obviously and represents his movie making That's his films it shows his actual films like it shows Melancholia it shows Dogville like Antichrist it's like bro <laughs> get it you're full of yourself yeah Dogtooth no, that, that Doctor wasn't. Yeah, that was Yorgos Lanthimos. That was pretty. Exciting. Oh, that one. I really enjoyed that one. Have that you seen that funny. one yet? Is that the? So the dude that made the Lobster and. Uh, Killing oh, the okay. Yeah. I, I I went to Killing the Sacred Deer thinking, some Greek myth shit. You know, like oh, great. I love Greek mythology, so that's what I'm expecting. Uh, you know, that's based on the. No, but it was actually really disturbing. The old Greek myth, but it was completely like oh, this has. I mean, it has to do with uh, sacrifice and uh, life for a life type stuff, yeah. but it's not like it has nothing to do with. I'm, I'm assuming I don't know why you used the Greek myth as a as a template for the title because it, mm. it totally misled me. But it, it could have been named anything else, and like oh, okay, because the movie yeah. technically has nothing to do with the mythology. It's pretty disturbing, to be honest. Like totally, it's like naming it the Odyssey and then having a movie completely about like a dude who accidentally killed uh, a doctor who ends up uh, letting a patient die and then the, the family or the son specifically wants his family to now you nice. have to give up one of your lives right. for you know it's like to take my dad's place and then playing little brother where are they? no that makes <laughs> sense bro that makes sense <laughs> wait yeah, you didn't cute. like them? Cute. no I loved it oh okay yeah, it was great. cute Tom cute yeah but um <laughs> what's the talking about um what's the talking about oh, talking about being uh Asshole to me in my movie comparisons. Jeez. Stop it. <laughs> um, but yeah, Lars von Trier over here. <laughs> but the tone of the killing of the sacred deer is really like. Oh, the movie's great. It's but eerie. I think, it's I think what he does really well is. I watched it with mommy. Yeah, that's weird because she definitely doesn't like those kind of movies. <laughs> but, she liked it. Oh, did she? She was like, it was good. Okay. Because the way what he does with I don't know if you've seen if you see if you see any more than two or three of his films you'll notice what he does interestingly is the dynamic between family. Okay. So it's not necessarily demented, but uh, it's just not normal. It's a weird take. Yeah. It's a dysfunctional. Kind it's of definitely thing. dysfunctional portrayed as normal. So yeah, enough, it's 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 dysfunctional. Well, it's not portrayed as normal, but it's no, just no. Like what, what I mean, these characters are. well, what I mean is like the family doesn't know that that's not how family dynamics should be. Okay. So that's that's the kind of like we see Doctor. That's specifically like oh. the kid. Yeah, the kids are growing up thinking this is the way family dynamics are supposed to be, and their it's family not. like misleads them. You know, it's, it's so, a good, great. Yeah, it's yeah, very but, interesting. Um, in the that lobster sense. is my favorite. That's, that's one of like the funniest movies of that year. I think. Movies. Did you get a chance to see that with yeah. Colin Firth? That's one of my favorite. I thought that shit was so funny, man. That's I one love, of my like, favorite movies of all time. John C. Riley is one of those guys that whatever he's in, I want to watch it. Yeah. Because he's so... He can either be really funny or really good. Bro, he's so very... Like, I don't need... I don't, like, uh, talk about character. That guy can be a chameleon. Because he can do any type of... He can do those weird indie movies. And he can also do those, those weird popular... Or those funny popular movies. That's a great movie. And then he can also do something commercial or something very successful, right? Um, like from Chicago, like when he was in Chicago. I was watching Talladega Nights like yeah, yesterday. Yeah, both of those are completely different types of movies. Right. So he definitely does not have a type of film. He, even the Sisters Brothers, I don't know if you got a chance to see that one. No, not yet. That's The Walking. Really good. Pretty funny, actually, too. It's, I love Westerns, so um, I'm watching that one. One thing, 
Uh, this is about Yorko, so. Uh, I heard that he doesn't tell his actors to talk. Like, very, like, uh, like, kind of monotone. They just, they just, uh, say how they, f- like, feel the scene work better. And it works. Like, hmm. there's no instructions to how they should say this. I think that has to do, I think I've spoken to you about this between, like, two types, two types of directors. Because there's directors that can direct the film, and they don't really worry about how the actor acts. Okay. They just want to make their movie and just put it in it. Right. And then there's uh, the actor who is worried more about, uh, well, he can be a, an acting director. Like, this is what your inspiration is. This is how I want you to be. You know, a little bit more specifics on that, on the director, on the actor's acting ability type of thing. And, like, M. Night Shyamalan is the one who I think, he's he's good when you have actors that don't need direction. Okay. So, because he's, all his best movies um, are the ones where you know he, can, he the actors know what to expect from him and vice versa. Oh, but yeah. like when you put him in something with Mark Wahlberg and Zoe Deschanel, who I like <laughs> in some aspects, but you just they need specifics. They you can't they're not actors actors where you can let them. You want to know why you'd be good at science? Because your face is perfect. <laughs> right, something like that. So you have the happening, like and the happening sucks. And it's like what and, happened, and it's mostly because you have these two a- actors who really need direction. You need they need to be specific for specific roles. They need direction. You can't just put them in. Here's your script, and have it you know make sense. First of all, the, the script is kind of nonsense, but well, supposedly it's part of the trilogy. Like supposedly it was Signs is the first one, then the Happening, then After Earth. So if you look at it like that, never softer. All movies are horrid. Was, yeah, those are all three bad movies, but well, science was. Science I like the theory. I, I, I like the, actually really after like the theory. Did you see after Earth? Yeah, I, Buddy Raymond, who is in that movie, is an extra. Hmm. Yeah, he's been on the podcast before. Can't Can't yeah. <laughs> it's funny. So we're not getting into that, right? After Earth. So if you look at signs, that's kind of like the aliens setting up the Earth to transform it to so they can take plants. it over. Oh yeah. And then you look at the plans. happening. They it's the plant the plants that evolved. Wind. Based on what the alien did to the plants, okay, hence the field. They were running stuff. away from the wind. Yeah, the so that whatever the neospores that they put in the air or the plants for the whatever, aliens. they were able to kill off all the humans, and then you have after Earth, and that's pretty much no more and humans. After and Earth, that's what uh, happens the when aliens, the aliens, the what, aliens, they tanked uh, the career of Will Smith. Yeah, that's what happened, and that's why. And after Earth is what happens when there's no more humans, and or, you know the regular animals kind of take over type stuff, and it's the evolution of that. So if you look at that as a trilogy, that's how it's kind of supposed to be. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess so. Yeah, I guess. Um, like the same thing with like uh, Wes Craven. Oh no, I'm sorry, John Carpenter, who he, technically the three horror movies are in his H.P. Lovecraft type of trilogy. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be yeah, so it's supposed to be the thing. Oh. Then um, I forgot which one. No, it's not. They live. The third one is Prince of Darkness, and there's supposed to be one in between. Oh, I'm sorry. I think it's Mouth of Madness. Yeah. So that's supposed to be like his cosmic horror type of trilogy type thing. Things mm-hmm. that are unknown, that uh, frighten you, whatever. That you out of your control, basically out of human control. That's kind of what H.P. Lovecraft represented. Things that are too big for you to even concept or understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. You know. I have this book whatever that's kind of like a compilation of all HP Lovecraft stories on one. Oh, okay. Obviously, you know, I got it because I just wanted the Cthulhu version because that's the most popular. I'm, I'm that guy. But I remember that picture I sang you, the Cthulhu poster, like for... Yeah, for the, the film that allegedly is going to come out. 
By the hey. way, the the shade of different shades, color of spaces in that. The one I got. Oh, uh, color you told me about that. In the movie, Nicolas Cage in Nicolas Cage's movie on it, and it's based on that. And I like fuck, he's man. A, I, he's an alpaca. I'm not sure what he, but or which character he's playing. If he is that one, that makes sense. But I really wanted to see that because I read the thing out to them. But I read the, uh, the 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 little short story on it. It's really good, man. It's like um, here here's the thing about him. There's obvious subtle. I have to keep like it's it was the times whatever, but he he was racist. He was. He, Did yeah. you know what he named his cat? No, what? The N word. No. Seriously? Yeah. For he reals. <laughs> well, that's not fun. Jesus. That is not. Yeah, uh, I... H.P. Lovecraft or Howard Philip Lovecraft, but he really didn't like coloreds um, based on the books and Jews. He was really basically if you weren't Christian, white coloreds, man, Papa, really. Not that's yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just really it, so that stuff's uncomfortable to on a rewatch from oh, our perspective. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, the N word for the cat. Was he a black cat? Uh, Does that make sense? Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't say. Or was he uh, being ironical? <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Well, there's like a picture of him with this cat. It looks like a black cat. Well, <clears throat> I guess so. Um. So, anyways, but the, the, but to be fair, I do like that aspect of uh, and there's really not too much of the quote unquote cosmic horror stuff. Cthulhu is one of the only ones that deals with stuff on the beyond. Like the a couple of the other, and to be fair, the color of space is also like that. It's a uh, like a meteorite from another from space, obviously, that lands near a well and it kind of contaminates everybody and mm-hmm. it's glowing and it. And then there's one he called not the refrigerator, or the oh, AC, the... the air conditioner. I think it was called something like that, but it had to do with like um, somebody who's basically dead or dying. But he slowed his process down by turning the AC in his in his apartment super high, so he was able to to like stay like frozen. preserve himself, preserve himself, everything. Uh, yeah, and then the AC breaks down and he ends up like being completely discom- decomposed overnight type of stuff. So very almost like Dorian Grayish. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Yeah, huh. it was really it was really interesting. Is that a spoiler? I um, Dorian Gray. No, first of all, you should, because. I need to that's one of the greatest. Time. That's my great, my favorite novel. I'm. I don't think I'm ever gonna watch. Actually, I don't think I'm ever gonna watch a movie ever again. Of what? Of anything. Oh, you're I'm done. Tired. <laughs> you're taking a break. Right. Gonna start making movies now. Yes. Any idea? I know you've written a couple scripts. What's any ideas for? Uh, yeah. What do you want to start on, or what's your first idea for one? I have ideas of what I want to make. That's the kind of thing I want to make. Something that could. Um, make people just like what the f is this? Just like kind of shocked or sure. just like bizarre, but also make people think like that's good. I mean, for, dude, that's the old end goal of everybody as a film director. Or do you have any specific ideas? Um, like a plot or a character or anything? Uh, I'm I'm working on something right now. I'm you writing. Don't wanna, you don't want to speak about it? Nope. Why? That's cool. It's gonna be made in twenty. 30. <laughs> okay, man. That's like 10 um, years from now. No, but <coughs> yeah, it's kind of like an anthology, like happiness kind of thing. Hmm. You've seen Happiness with uh, Philip Seymour. But what characters do you have in mind? Or Can you give us a snippet or something? Characters. Rapist. There's a rapist character. Okay. There's a serial killer. Okay. And there's someone who is just kind of 
shelter and not very like open. So the negativity of man is what you're kind of going for. The downfalls of it. Hmm. Kinda. Yeah. Okay. It's like how everyone's a monster and we're just very strange. So humans are the real monsters type of thing. No. Very twilight. I'm just saying like the monster in all of us. Yes. Hey man, (laughs) I've been saying that forever. So you can't steal my idea. I haven't heard your idea. Bro, that's like my whole philosophy is like we're all pieces of shit. Yeah. That's what I'm like no one's no, everyone's been saying it, no one's perfect, but I'm just saying, like, everyone's... Well, horrible. even the things that people... Like, here's yeah, it my takes thing. place in, like, one apartment, so... Okay, that makes it cheap to film. Yeah. yeah maybe that. Just, like, a, a whole thing, and these characters are kind of... But I always thought, like, even the stuff that is hidden behind charities, like, people thinking they're doing good, even those are hidden behind selfish reasons, you know? Yeah. A lot of that stuff. That kind of thing. True. I'm just saying... Ego. The whole... The, mm. po- the point of the film is just, like, everyone is horrible. Yeah. That's fair. That's hard to argue, right? Yeah. Everyone can be horrible, and I'm just showing sure. the people that are. I guess it's one of those, like, if, if you have the potential to be, if everybody can be, then statistically everybody will be eventually. Yes. I think it maybe it's even the Nolan thing, right? The exaggeration That's of, exactly what I was thinking. Right, yeah. You either die a hero or live long enough 100%. to become a villain. 100%. And that's kind of the applies to all mankind, right? Yeah. Or to all our lives. Hmm. Um, so it's almost hypocritical to keep pretending you're a good person when you're not. Might as well start yeah. living the shitty life when early as you can. That I don't know if that's the goal or that's the message I want to say. Because now we're dealing with moral dilemma or moral philosophy. Really, right? I'm just trying to make something to be like, oh, everyone has the ability and everyone can be. Yeah, and, and it's ignorant. Person. And it, it's ignorant or foolish to yeah. think that no, it's not in me or it's not in you. That's what the ca- like the sheltered kind of character is. Um, hmm. Like, waiting to explode. Almost like a punch drunk love or a yeah. anger management type thing, right? <laughs> well, yeah, because it's, it's dealing with the same thing. Someone who's yeah. internally bottling themselves up. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. What was I saying? I, Be- uh, oh. Real quick, so back to that movie, because I didn't mean... I know it's whatever, but Jack Nicholson says a funny, a really relevant thing in that film where he says, like... Because he's telling Adam Sandler, you're an angry person. He's like, what are you talking about? Because no, no, he's really quiet. In that film, he's really quiet, and he's like, "There's two types of angry. There's the lady, there's the lady at the checkout, you know, at the grocery store, yelling at the cashier, uh, angrily because she won't take her coupons. And then the other type of angry is the cashier, who's quiet and you know, accepting all the yelling that she's getting at because you know she can't accept the expired coupons. Yeah. I'm like, hey, that's really interesting. That's really relevant. I don't think I thought at the time. I don't think I thought of it like that. Yeah, you're right. There are two types of angry because they're both angry, mm-hmm. and, nobody, and one of them's kind of holding it in. The other one's laying it out. And you know, the second kind is the kind that comes out when you don't want it to come out. You know, the kind that you hold it in and it's going to explode on you and on the I wrong time. Know. And then you get those like uh, acts of passion type of thing, or those rages, or those murders, or those you know. I. I uh Sometimes I'm angry, and I'm kind of you're angry fight. all the time, Thomas. Yeah, you, we were just talking about this. I, you do, know, I don't want to make it seem like I have angry issues. Me and your mom were talking about this in the morning because you know, whatever, we we're having a nice conversation and we we're talking about pros and cons and flaws of our children. And one of them came up for, for you, Tom, to not to speak out of you, I'm thinking, but yeah. your anger issues and your outburst event, you know. Yeah, and, you know. I have, I have but what I've always tell you, it's about being emotionally con- in control, right? Yeah, um, a lot of the times I. Like very quiet about it. I'm just I'm taking it, in and then I just just like. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know if you noticed, but I don't do it to be a dickhead. But I push you to that limit because I want you to be able to control. Trust me, bro. Oh my God, are you, <laughs> you know that guy? Are you that guy? No, there's no, nothing because I'll, you can do. I might accidentally harder. say like a 
a curse word sure. or something. I'm sure. not gonna lie. Yeah, but I the point is, I, I need to take you to those limits so you can know that you have those limits, and then you can. And I don't want you them. to get mad at me when I just. I'm not because that's kind of. I'm subconscious, not subconscious to you, but I'm consciously doing that to push you to those, so you can learn to to express yourself more positively or learn to express yourself. Yeah, I fuck, I hit. Oh, I forgot the fights were on. Oh yeah, uh, shit. Talking about anger. Anger, oh. anger. Oh, oof. Do you have any, like, anger outbursts? I don't think so. If I do, nobody's around. So, technically, no, I don't have them. 100%. I don't yeah. have them. Because nobody I... was there to watch me, like, oh, kicking yeah. and screaming. But it's usually, like, random stuff, like, inanimate objects. Like, I'm trying to untie, like, headphones. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, it's that not happens people. A lot. I, yesterday, I was folding uh, laundry, and I got really mad at how small my mother's clothes are like it was really hard trying to fold them and then I just like threw it on the ground oh and like I unfolded it and then I, I just started to fold it again yeah I, that happened a lot um that happens a lot not with just laundry but just like with certain things like if um if something's not working right like immediately mm-hmm. like let's say I'm trying to turn on the Xbox controller but it's just like going back and forth I yeah, but those are those are little things to keep in control. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, because the, the little things that would set you off, right? The straw that broke the camel's back, type of thing. Yeah. But those are the things you need to. It's not necessarily about bearing them in, but learn to express them or release them in different ways where it's not harmful. Because being in control is all about keeping your emotions control. You can't control the way you feel, but you can control the way you react to those things. And it's important, especially dealing with anger. Because that's the what can mostly affect you negatively, and you don't want to harm the ones you love, or someone who just has nothing to do with you. I don't want to harm people. That's the thing. I just like. But like I said, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not good to hold it in and bury it either. So I feel like it can't sometimes. Well, that's what you're gonna be like. Whoa, chill out. But it's like. But I'm saying that's the whole point you're trying to teach me. No, but what I'm saying is trying to express them in different ways. You know have them release in a more controlled way or some way that's redirect redirected basically redirect your emotions okay and turn it into a positive or artistic way you know what i mean okay that's why i write yeah that's super so artistically speaking music and writing is one of one of what, what i would use but also I, I used to fight a lot or you know training wise gym wise so it's easier to get your aggression out in that sense that's why you had nowhere like some of the most people that never fight are people who are trying to fight because they get all their aggression out of the way so whenever there's a confrontation outside of the real world there's no kind of like what the fuck did you say there's no escalation because you're like hey man relax if you want to fight we can fight but, but relax here's the know? thing I don't want to be that person who's like Exactly. That's like, why I don't want to be the person who's that's like, "Whoa, chill out." But yes. I know I need to like do that too. It's just I'm the person who internalizes stuff. Like I want to break something. Well, that's why training is so important because you're able to get your frustrations and angers out in a positive way. Well, um, there's a funny quote between like uh, I think I want to say John Oliver from Community and obviously the John Oliver show, but he said about. Like two people, <laughs> he said, uh, two people fighting in a boxing match. It's because it's two people, you know, uh, who are acknowledge. You have, you know, acknowledge. It's a sport, right? Two people in a boxing match is an acknowledgement. It's a sport. Okay. However, it's only one person. And uh, if it's two people fighting, and only one of them is um, 
knows what's going on or it's confirming. It's not no longer a sport. It's a song. <laughs> you know, it's like okay, when I two mean, people agree to it, it's a sport. When one person agrees to it, it's now a song. You know, like it. Um, but uh, like I said, it's good. You know, I know. You know, whatever training is good, and fighting is good in, in the sparring sense, where it's controlled substance. You get to get your. I don't want to harm people. I just that's well. You don't think you don't see a big difference between training in the gym and training and fighting in the street. That's what I'm trying to tell yeah. you. Don't fight in the street. You should never be fighting out in the street. You should get out all your aggression. It seems like you should always get out your aggression in the gym or while in training. So I you don't have the gym I'm a child. so you don't have that mentality or that bottled up anger where you're one of these jackasses that all of a sudden someone bumps into him on accident in the, in the, in the club or at the bar and now you want to start a fight relax man I mean, not a big I, deal I can imagine something like that like I, I think of that but I'm like no I yeah well that, I mean that that was the case in my like where people would oh okay this guy's looking for a fight relax bro we don't if I need to defend myself or my, my friends then we can get into it but if you're just looking for something take it go somewhere else we don't need we can de-escalate right now Look for somebody else. That's why they ain't I like gonna the have punching bag. I mean, exactly. That's a perfect. Maybe not the gym, but the punching bag is a perfect example. Yeah, absolutely. Get out of your aggression on there. But then it, it would seem weird, like if you guys are on, it was just like. No, like, it's fine. I mean, I don't look at it like that. I'm doing the same thing, you know. I mean, I get up a little earlier than you, so I'm. You probably don't wake up to that, but yeah, I'm doing the same thing. I still have yeah. that stuff, Amy. You know, I'm still having those conversations when you, days later, when you got in an argument or a scuffle with somebody, and days later, I wish I would have said this. Man, fuck this. Guy. I'm still. That stuff goes on in my head too. It happens <laughs> for all of us. You know, yeah. but it's uh, well, like I said, it's just important to keep your emotions in check. Keep in mind, you being the age you are, there's a, there's assholes who are adults who don't know how to keep their emotions in check, and that's yeah. that's something that's very very difficult to learn uh, for whatever age you are. I'm just trying to help you now when you're younger, and sometimes I have to be the bad guy in that sense, right? Where I have to tease you or I have to go for it, and yeah. I have to be I don't appreciate that, so I don't I know. want you to do that. Okay. No one wants me to do that. But it's then important. Then don't do it. No, because then you're never gonna learn when somebody else who you don't, don't want to do. Because then it's gonna make me more angry. Well that's kinda of, you understand what I'm saying? It's in a controlled environment, so I get you to control it. When guess what someone does it who you don't want to and it's an outside environment. Now you don't know how to react. So now your anger is even getting more built up. But here it's just part of training. You have to suffer a little bit. And you don't like it. It, it feels the same, to be honest. No. The you no. don't realize it yet. But it's subconscious. Well, this is my perspective, not yours. Obviously. So Obviously, it's you your can't perspective. You can tell if it's mine. I'm, no, I'm telling you because you don't know better, and I do know better. Because you're acting like I wasn't 12 years old and in your situation. So, get you know, so congratulations. You'll thank me when you're older. How about that? That just makes me even. More mad? So, am I poking at it right now? Yeah. No shit. Congratulations. You're finally realizing what I'm doing. What? 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 Well, say something to avoid the awkwardness. No, say something. Oh, shit. Oh, I thought you were talking. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was trying to, like, post something on the Sisyphus uh, Instagram. Anyway. Uh... Anger. Um, sadness. Let's, let's talk about sadness. Let's talk about Oedipus Rex. Let's talk about vulgar. Oh, man. Let's talk about vulgar. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about vulgar if you want. Like one of my favorite movies. I really wish... That, that's upsetting to me. I had to control my anger. Nice. I really... because um, yeah, I, I watched... I was upset because I really wanted to watch that with you. That's one of my favorite USQ movies. Well, it was either that or Casablanca. 
We can, can we watch that when we go home right now? Because I've been right legitimately wanting to watch that with you for a long time. You don't want to watch Bulger? Uh, have you seen Bulger at all? I just, uh, yeah, I watched Bulger. I was talking about Cosmo, but yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I'm yeah. set. Because I really wanted to watch that with him. Yeah. Uh, that's why I didn't want to watch Spartacus, though. I just wanted to watch that with you. What about something like Yaha? Not now, please. You're pleasing me for it. Okay, we don't want to. Um, psycho. Oh my god, I haven't seen that one yet. You know what that's from? Relax, Psycho. Adam Sandler. Uh. You just say that all the time. Happy Gilmore. What part was that? Jeez, <laughs> Psycho. Relax. No, wait. Not Happy he didn't Gilmore. say Billy that. Madison. No. Which he one? He didn't say that in any of his movies. Yeah. What, which one? What, did what he part? He doesn't psycho. say that. He didn't say that. Was it Wedding Singer? Oh no no Billy Madison and yeah Billy like, Madison where I saw, uh, Kevin Neal is like all right like he, you got the ball there or whatever just psycho send him home it's like all right nice to meet you man psycho and he's just like walking away just, piece of shit why don't you go home <laughs> get your fucking ball home Kevin Nealon's good man I like his roles even though they're just very low key like in uh, Grandma's Boy yeah I think it's the same character right yeah it looks like it. only he was more like hippie-ish but yeah pretty much I think every like obviously Rob Schneider plays like the same like you can do it dude or the a different the, version of that same character or the the delivery dude the Chinese food delivery guy right because he did that in Big Daddy oh yeah and uh, Mr. Deeds right where he played like the Chinese delivery dude I don't like Rob Schneider I like I, I've actually grown to appreciate him more later later oh yeah like uh, what like any movie or any of them Hillbilly Beverly Hillbillies any yeah. of his roles I'm just I like, like Thick Stan I don't know if you saw that one but he was pretty cool the, oh one. where he's in jail yeah is that the jail <laughs> yeah <laughs> I liked him in that one if it, it was straight to the streaming obviously it didn't do good but I, I, I didn't mind him in that but what about Hot Chick yeah dude Hot, Hot Chick was, was great funny, he was really man. great in that why Why do you consider these movies great? I, I of said course he, was really he was He was good. Great. He was I funny. he was really great in that. No, it's he not, wasn't. It's the same level as White Chicks. The Hot Chick is the same level Those as White Those movies aren't great. They're horrid. But I enjoy them. Exactly. I, I didn't enjoy the Hot Chick, though, because it was annoying. I, I thought it was really funny. I thought it was funny. Yeah, was really good. funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I just a, trying to meet you halfway. Sorry, I have a different. <laughs> Ling Ling. Oh, Ling Ling. Ling. <laughs> and then when she—that's why you call me a snobby, just because I have a different opinion. Um, if it's a snobby opinion, I'll call you snobby. Yeah. Snobby. Yeah. What is the difference between snobby? I'm just someone like, oh, I think, don't like this movie. Someone who thinks mo- uh, movies are lower beneath him. Anything is beneath him. No, I don't. Okay. You think that a lot for effing Fred or Can the Hat? No, I don't. <laughs> I love those movies. If you're saying I'm snobby about Cat in the Hat and Fred, absolutely. Snob. Yep. Absolutely. Why don't you like this movie? We never really got into it in the podcast, but talk about it. (laughs) About Cat in the Hat? I don't think it's very... You talked about Cat in the Hat enough. I don't talk I, about Fred. I, I think Fred's voice is very annoying. I don't That's think there's it. any problem. Everyone's been saying I, that for 10 years. Can you let me finish? Because I wasn't done. You yes. literally interrupted me in the middle of my sentence. You do that to me all the time. No, I don't. Go. Thank, can, I, can I go now? I appreciate your permission yes, to I let go. me go. Thank you. So, I don't, think, I don't think... I think his voice is very annoying. Okay, cool. He didn't interrupt me. I think, <laughs> I think the plot for the film is horrid. I think he's fine for small doses. Which means like one minute, two minutes. Now, a two-hour movie of this? No. Now, I did like, to be fair, I did like Jeanette McCurdy's role in it. Because it was really funny. But number five, the message of Fred is horrible. Because it's acting like you're fighting bullying with other bullying. While you being a bully is like, 
you just have to out-bully the bully. Yeah, you're like, you're retarded. It's not about you being yourself. He makes it seem like, oh, look at me. I'm super popular now. Now you want to be my friend. And then he's, like, friends with them. Like, wait, man. You should be saying fuck you to all these people if that's true. He does technically do that. He never made friends with any of them. And after that film, he never, none of them ever wanted to talk to him. He only did that for Judy because he liked her. Uh, Secondly... I just like the movie. Yeah, no shit. You have no argument. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I argue with this. I argued with you. I just wanted you to express it. Yeah, right. So there you go. That's my point as to why I don't like the film. Okay. Fair? Yeah, fair. Thank you. I'll say it's fair. Appreciate it. It's fair, to un- it's fair to not like Fred the movie. Yeah. Thanks. I think it's just dumb fun. Yeah, I like it. Uh, yeah, I could say it's dumb fun for someone who likes that kind of fun. But you, I, I mean, never I really don't, liked. I never really liked Fred. That was the thing. But I like the movie. But you can't say that it's funner than White Chicks. White Chicks is way funner. White Chicks is great. Chicks. His name's Taquito. <laughs> <laughs> his name's his nickname's Taquito. <laughs> and then He's he has so, a stupid accent. Oh, see, sí, señor. So yeah. racist. We're Mexican as fuck, and we think it's funny. It's so racist. I don't think it's movie. funny. We and not because it's racist. Oh, I mean. But, <laughs> That's just because the humor of every 2000s movie, and it's so yeah, yeah, that's true. That's fair. That's definitely of its era, like in the sense of American Pie and White Chicks. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, definitely. I don't watch American Pie because if I don't, that was that good. I rewatched that one recently. I I rewatched American Pie one and two, and it did not hold like number one. Like, I I didn't think it was funny after the the second or third rewatch, right. And I saw this one, like, definitely with time, like, 10, 12 years later, super homophobic. Like, it's not even funny. Homophobic. American Pie? Yeah. Both a lot of, of those movies one are. And two. I mean, I haven't yeah, seen that in, like, years. It's, it's just not, movie. like, oh, my God. I they mean, use kids. the effort way too, like, nonchalantly. I just... I what part? Better. What part? Because I know I've seen it enough where I'm pretty sure I could recall something. Um, When they're at, like, the beach party house and for part two... Just the, the, I mean, I don't want to say a lot. Well, fuck it. Like, they just use the word faggot way too much. And this isn't uncomfortable. Whoa! Yeah. 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 Like, like one of the cats, uh, one of the pets is a cat. And they use that name F word, the F, that faggot, as a as pet name. No, it's not. American Pie? No, man. That's a throwback to the H.P. Lovecraft N-word. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. But no, but they use that word just way too much, and it's just not... I get it, man. It was like, you know, the early 90s or late 90s. I don't is know. it just like kind of like, just like messing with their bros or whatever? Yeah, to, that's what it was. Trying to capture it, that. It, it just thing. didn't age well, I guess. I don't right. know why to people think it's acceptable to say that word, but not the N-word. I mean, it's still the same. It has the same effect. It's on still people. something derogatory. Yeah, I wouldn't so say it has a, the same effect on people. I wouldn't I'm say not, it's the same. N word is definitely worse, but it's pretty fucking close. Where it's we shouldn't even be saying that word or the Jewish one, right? You probably don't even know the Jewish one, right? Because no one uses it. I do. Eric er, Andre. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would know it from there. But yeah, that can mean anything's have Jewish, right? And Southern. It's just not like ah oh, man, this shit didn't age well. Um, it's weird because you want to say of its time, right? Because I'm still like, doesn't count because people are still saying it. That still doesn't count. Well, I think I'm using that to give way to people who have evolved, who don't use it anymore. But I, you know, you can see like because what I'm specifically thinking in mind, like Bill Burr has a bit, and he's using the F word nonchalantly, but it's from the 2000, early 2000s, and um, the way he's saying it is like, yeah, he's you know calling other people that. But I know Bill Burr. He's not a big. Yeah, if you know the person, like, yeah. Um, 
He's not his wife. Yeah, his wife's black, right? But no, but he's not a bigot. He doesn't use like he's very conscientious of what. Because you know, there's some people that evolve. If the comedy hits, it hits. Not just that, but there's some people that as they evolve, they don't use the word because it's no longer socially acceptable. And then there's some people that no longer they use. They learn the effect of it. Now that's different. So there's some people that use the word that because no longer socially acceptable, they know they're not supposed to. And there's some people that know like they realize, oh, this is very offensive, and we probably shouldn't have been using it at all in the first place. Yeah. So those are two different things. Because one sympathetic or empathetic and the other one is just doing it because now society dictates that we can't do that anymore mm. and I think those are the two biggest differences in how we're supposed to evolve as a person I think it's different for comedians to be honest it should be different for comedians because we're also like you know how I feel about not censorship right yeah. uh, but at the same time uh, and I still I still feel that way especially with you guys right you and the kids we shouldn't censor this but at the same time I don't feel like you should you can say, say whatever you want but you need to take the consequences with whatever you say. Okay. Uh, look, I'm one. Remember, I part of my jokes were how many times I get banned from Facebook, you know, <laughs> and that was kind of the like I'd be released after 30 days, and that I'd, I'd, I'd be on for like one hour, and all of a sudden back to be banned after one post. What you joke. do? So Jesus. if you look through What'd it, you do? There, there's a lot of I don't know if you remember some of the jokes I used to post, and someone looking back like, oh, that's not that. There is definitely a little bit of people being too sensitive. Because that is a thing. Let's not pretend that everybody is not. That is, but... And then there was a little thing of like, oh, okay, well, maybe that joke just doesn't hit anymore. And this is why, right? You know. But I, I legitimately feel like the F word is a perfect example. And even more moving on more, the, the T word, right, for quote-unquote tranny. We're kind of moving past that where that's a little bit offensive. <laughs> you disagree? <laughs> you gave a look like you don't, you don't care about that one. No, you said the T word, but then used it. As well, yes, I'm... Okay, so are we not allowed to say it in educational purposes, or no? But just to address the actual yeah. word, as opposed to, like... Yeah, even the yeah, N-word, right? Yeah. Like, if we're referring to the N-word, everybody knows it, but if nobody knows it, can that, I say that's nigga? That's thing. I, I saw yeah. something where it's like, oh, yeah, the N-word is unacceptable, but people act like, er, in any term you use it, it's racist. And they gave an example where it's like, if you're reading... Um, what was the book that says the N-word? Uh, Huckberry Finn. Huckberry Finn. Like, sure. if you read that book, you're automatically racist. They're like, no. no. That's definitely not. Yeah. Especially they, out they of They use time. that example. That, see, that's what I'm talking about. Things that were of its time when it was kind of acceptable to use that along with, like, colored or Negro, right? But no longer, right? We don't use that for offensive purposes. But am I saying it to use that as another person or am I saying it educational purposes? Right? Yeah. And what's acceptable? I, I, I still won't use that word because it's just like, no. It's not because society tells me to do it. It's just like, no, I know the history. No, it's because word. society tells you to. But it, because society tells you it's not a cool word to use. Like, what's a word now that's derogatory? That F-A-G. What's that? No, no, no. I mean, that's derogatory, but we still use it. Um, The C word? Jip. The C word, cunt, right? So that one's still kind of acceptable, especially in other countries, right? And that's still not a, like, oh, you shouldn't use that at all word. But it is pretty close to, like... A lot of people, you could be careful who you use it around. That's really bad. Really? Cunt, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of girls that will get offended for just even the way we're bringing it up nonchalantly. And they're just, like, hanging out with yeah. Meltzer because he used to use that shit, like, all the time. Well, I mean, look, you because... hang out with a British person, and it's not doesn't mean the same thing, right? I mean, like, sometimes it could be, like, it loses its meaning. Nick Frost is, and that's what, you know, I was talking about that with another, like, two black guys of mine that are really good friends. That's racist. No, I'm just kidding. So just John, kidding. who's one of my best friends, and Bird, who is the manager now for uh, Roddy Rich, right? Yeah, that guy. Really? Yeah, they were on the show uh, a couple years ago, and 
John, my boy John was, he was one of those, because I was like, how, how do you guys feel about, like, should people use it so much that it loses meaning? Or should no, we shouldn't even touch it anymore, so it, we should stop using it whatsoever. And they were on opposite sides. And those two, Both of those could use. Two African Americans that have, that yeah, exactly. That two have very good points where we should just use it so much where it loses meaning to take away the power from it. And the other one had a great point of like, look, just let's forget about it. Let's not use the I word could, anymore so it doesn't affect people at all. I can see both all. sides because if you keep on using it, there might there's still going to be someone where it's like, oh, do you remember like this happened? Right. But if you, uh, like, not saying it, there's always going to be that one person where it's like, no, but look, look, look at 100 years later, though. If we think about the future, there's a lot of words that are derogatory that we don't even think about anymore. No one thinks about it because yeah. we, we, get, we took away its power. It no longer means the same thing anymore. Piccanini is one, right? Where it used to be a big thing back in the day. And no one really uses it anymore because it took away its power. You know, there's so many words like that that they don't mean the same thing. And is that the way to go? Or is it one where you over, like Yankee. Yankee is a perfect example where we overuse that word. Where now it doesn't mean what it originally meant. the name of like baseball. Do you know the origins of it? It was a derogatory. It was a derogatory that the British used to use on Americans, like really bad words. They use it around the world too, like Yanks. Yeah, Yanks or Yonkers, Yonkers or Yankees or Yankers. So, like, I guess is there a wrong way in that? That's just because both aspects have both positives, where we take it back and we take the power for ourselves, or where you forget about it, don't use it anymore, and and hundreds later it loses the meaning. I guess there's both positives to both words, right? To both uh, ways. Because there's like a, like a, a t- uh, what do you call it, like a, I wouldn't say an expiration date, but like it has to like, there's like a, like a fermentation period, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word, if that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. And it needs to like kind of do that for a bit to like, okay, it dies down. And it, I wouldn't call it control, but it gets to the point where it just doesn't, cut the same way if like um what's one with the, for our race specifically like wetback was a big one right oh, okay. oh that yeah. was pretty offensive back in the day or what's another one spick spick yeah that one kind of lost his meaning right you don't really hear that too much anymore not anymore no and i don't know so which way hmm which way did we supposed to go on that one well, you know, there's like a cleaning thing called Spick and Span. Yeah. That one always tripped me out. Yeah. Like, like, okay, who named this? Like, when I thought Spick and Span, like, I was a little kid because I remember they used to have those commercials on TV. Right. Spick and Span, you know? Yeah. And um, I didn't know it was like a thing until, like, you know, I was like older and apparently it's like a derogatory term towards, yeah. you know, you know, Latinos. Yeah, so. big time. So, like, what? So, so oh, okay, I get it because we're Mexican. We clean Spick and Span. Okay, I get it. Well, no. I know, I was just... Okay, but that, is that how you associated it? Like, when I was a kid, It yeah. came from, like, Hispanic, and it was a short for Hispanic was Spick, so then... But it was derogatory in the derogatory right. But then, yeah, Spick and Span was a cleaning one, and then I guess... Did you associate it with... Mit, yeah, I like, guess you Spick would, and right? Span, Because we clean like, where okay. uh, the stereotype is we're, made, we're all maids or right. janitors or, uh, you know, uh, yard yard workers, right? But, it, like, mm. I didn't, like, address that as That's anything funny. beyond, like, just making a connection between two unrelevant things. Right. No, but me. that makes sense the way you, you would know? see that. I could now then say it out loud. But now, like, I got older. It's like, oh. Like, oof. Ah, man, oh, that's so weird. The, 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 yeah, the way languages are very weird. I don't know where I fall. I mean, as someone that outside the race for, and I'm not gay, so the F word. So I just play it safe. Like, I just don't want to use that word, and I don't like people using that word at all, even though yeah. it means something else to you, you know? Right. Or you're trying to take it back or yeah, whatever I've been, the fuck. I've been thinking about that Always Sunny moment where Mac was like, um, 
Mac was like, oh, you, you think it's acceptable you use, like, the F word, but not the N word. And then he, like, explained the meaning of it, and I was like, yeah, that's true. Did and you not know that before that show, that episode? The meaning of it? I know mm-hmm. it was, like, an offensive term, but I didn't know, like, the origin of it. That's why, I don't know if you knew, but in, like, Britain or British colonies, yeah. they used oh, it as yeah. a cigarette because that's what it meant. Yeah, like, and it's also, like, a, a meat. Oh, that it's one I didn't right? know, yeah. Yeah. Actually, Louis C.K. had a bit on it where they explained it like that, too. Where they oh, explained the, the flaming... Uh-huh, the flaming. stack of wood, and that's why it meant that. Yeah. And they would burn uh, gay people at the stake. You know, it's... Like I said, it's it's an extremely offensive term. And I remember being very comfortable using it back in the day because it was so popular in media, like TV shows or, or songs, or movies even, where that was just how you called something that was, like... You, even if it wasn't gay or whatever, you just right. call it a negative thing, and that's the word you use. Ah, stupid f word, whatever. And looking, like I said, times change, and we evolve. And it's important not to judge uh, the past with modern eyes. I think that's also important too, yeah. where we don't look at something extremely, extremely um, like judgmental from something that it didn't mean the same thing to them back then. Even in something as early as the early two thousands. We were in high school using that term very, and we didn't know how offensive it was, or it, maybe if it wasn't that offensive back then, because it was in nomenclature times, right? So, I, I think now that what it means now, hey man, it's as bad as the N-word to these people, let's not use that so yeah. nonchalantly. But also, but let's not judge those people in the past for using it as it yeah, it because, was like, obviously people grow as people. And right, if they, if, yeah. If they don't, then, like, yeah, just, like, they're a-holes. Right. But if they do, they learn from their mistakes, then, like, yeah. Hmm. Even something a little safer, right? Like, uh, the R word. Oh, yeah. We, we uh, use everyone uses that. Use, uh, I know a lot of people that... Right. That was something that you, you yeah. would say nonchalant to your friends, like, oh, he's being R-word. Or he's, yeah. you know, like, ah, just, don't listen to him. He's yeah, just being like, R-word. YouTubers, uh, right. used it. I'm just, like... And now, now we don't. Like, uh, yeah, like it's we, a little... we grow. Like everyone grows right. as like. So so culture. it's hard listening or watching that stuff, but it's we shouldn't be bad. so judgmental back then. Even with like blackface, to be honest. Yeah. With like um, Tropic Thunder, I'll use that an example. Okay. Bamboozle. Remember Bamboozle? Yeah, That's but that was Spike Lee film. That was, that was yeah. purposely. Yeah, that was exactly. Like <laughs> the whole point. But yeah, yeah better example is Tropic Thunder, right? Because yeah, that was. And always sunny. And to be fair, they still did it like a year ago. In the last season, they did it. It was clever too. I'll say that. I still think like they were making. They did it, but they were making fun of that of Mac. Well, I still agree with humor being the end all be all because if you can make it funny enough, you can get over that racism. Louis C.K. had one of the best jokes of all time, where his punchline was literally the N word, the F word, and the C word. His punchline was that. You know which one I'm talking about? Uh. If I'm, it's either the one about the deer. Was it the deer? Yeah, it's in that same. It's in that same one. Tell the joke, okay. but not the punchline. I can't. No, no, because it's a, okay. like a ten-minute setup. Oh, okay. but it's really good. I'll show it to you later. But his punchline literally is in a callback as well, and he says like, "God damn it, you n-word, f-word, c-word," and that's the point. And everyone's nice. laughing, and it's it's good, and it gets you. And well, the, I need to see it. Yeah, nice. and that's kind of the whole point. It's, the point is, like, it's not funny because he said something offensive. No, no, no. He made something offensive funny. And that's... And you can still do that to this day. No matter what we're... Even, even Brandon Rogers. That's a good example. Which one? Yeah. Brandon Rogers. Perfect example. Because he's he's another Eric Andre tripe where he's extremely offensive and extremely out there. But he's able to make it funny enough where yeah. he can get away with it. Like, right? I laugh at it. He says, like... I mean... Super offensive Yeah, stuff. he's super offensive but... But he's funny. He doesn't enough. stand by that. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I legit That's love his him. character, though. I really I wish was, more people would 
get into him. Yeah, but, I was yeah. thinking about that with uh, kids. Like, Harmony okay. Kareen does not. Obviously, he does not act like these people. He does not say these things. Mm-hmm. But that these is are, real. These are real how life. these characters are. That's just how he wrote them. I'm sure me and Love went to school with a lot of people who were very similar to that, or pregnant mm-hmm. teenagers, yeah. you know, type of thing. I I wanted to touch on this because it kind of like, bothered kids doing me. Drugs, yeah. It kind of bothered me. It was about like blackface. It was I was watching a whole Shane Dawson video about how he did that, and this guy was like, "Let's take a scene from It's Always Sunny," and it was D as Martino Martinez. <laughs> I, love, I love her. As I and it was her Martina, at, Martina. at the protest rally, sure. and he said. Is this funny? In, uh, on paper, yes, but in execution, it's really cringy. But that's the point of that scene. Right. To make it awkward and how, like, oh, look how dumb she is. Oh, even a, a better one when they do the Lethal Weapon 5 and she's oh, man. blackface. Bro, that one oh, is like, yeah. God, because this isn't even me. Yeah. <laughs> like, Mac, you know, why it's, you know why Max is even funnier? Because he looks like, I can't even tell the difference. Black Mac looks like a black person. D obviously looks like yeah. she's doing blackface, and it's just hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so fun. That's kind of the uncomfortableness is the point, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, and I like how they're pulling it back from, like, because they did that in season four, which is, like, 2008. That was, like, 2008. <laughs> and, and then when Black Mac is, like, in the shower, it's all washed off. <laughs> it's oh, yeah, and then Dennis off. is, like... Dennis looks at him and and they switch characters right yeah, and, then, oh, and then Dennis is doing black voice and it's so it is, and, but, but to be fair like the last season a more recent one where Mac is like Asian he's doing yellow face Asian face and it's oh, just yeah. like and but he's calling it out in that it's written into like why are we doing but this this making, isn't funny anymore right here's the thing that it's always said he was doing they're making fun of themselves right from like years ago in 2008 so that, that ex- that's kind of the more educational thing right yeah, where they're, they're like, letting oh, know it's no longer acceptable they are growing, right. but they're right. they're doing it but they're like oh this isn't acceptable and they're right. making fun of that and right. that's why I think it's clever and it's funny yeah and that's what I got you can get away with it if it's funny mm-hmm. and smart. And, and what's that guy who made that video who's like, oh, it's just really cringy in execution. That's no, the point. No, That's he's the missing point. the point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who? Yeah. You said Shane Dawson? Shane Dawson, yeah. Who no, it was like some guy making a video about him and pulling an example of blackface. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, like I said, that <laughs> that stuff, like, and to be fair, they're showing you a lesson. And show, the best way to show anybody a lesson is through humor, right? Yeah. So True. it's kind of making, I don't know, it makes sense to me. Look, man, we're getting to the two-hour mark. Uh, oh, nice. Cook. I, Tommy, I'm glad. Thank you for coming through as a guest, man. Yeah. I appreciate the awkward moments of tension that we had between us. Yes. Very Oedipus Rex, right? Who's that? This is like the fourth time I make the reference. I want you to oh, Google yeah. it. Yeah, I want you to Google it. Um, no, you mentioned it like yesterday. And I was like, yeah, that's why. Um, love any last minute things you want to hit on? About Oedipus Rex? Yeah, about it. <laughs> I don't agree Stop with his political that. views. Or really? His... Which part says you disagree with? Because he's kidding. actually pretty smart, like king wise, right? Oh, shit. Uh, and to well, be fair, he didn't know. A lot of it, like, people think is he, he wanted to. But what? Wait. I was like, of course he didn't. <laughs> well, he didn't. He didn't know he killed his dad. And he didn't know he fucked his mom. Like, people think about Oedipus Rex. I was, was equated to, like, Star Wars, where, like, yeah. you know, like, oh, once he found out, like, it was his sister. Like, yeah. Oh, okay, I can't kiss her anymore. It's pretty close to that because he went insane. Like people think, like you know, if you don't know the story, people think like, oh, is that like he wants to f his mom and kill his dad. But the story, he didn't know at all that he had killed his dad, and he didn't know that he f his mom. I'm tired of hearing Oedipus. Oedipus, right? It's Oedipus, but he didn't know. Like people, it's a a common misconception before for all the Greek Greek people. Greek people. (laughs) The Greek. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Whatever. Yogurt? You want some Greek yogurt? 
<laughs> no, it's a common misconception, but th- that's because of the syndrome that Siegfried named, n- ended up naming after him. But you know, they think that he wanted to do that and he wanted to do that. No, 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 that's not the case at all. It was, it was a, uh, it was complete accident. Or how well, would you? I'm sure it? it was well, an accident. Necessary accident, but the gods doing the god shit, you know, that kind of thing. Zeus, I got a punked bitch. This is one of them. Yeah, yeah but you know how they are. Uh, yeah, man. Any last minute thing you want to hit on before we hit we roll through? Uh, besides that, uh. No, I think we're Yeah, this was fun, Fantastic. man. Isn't it so awkward with it when uh, me and Tom being at odds all the time now? Uh, no, it it, it has a humor, know, comic relief. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's it's just funny to him. I don't know. I just love it because it's so like yes, finally. You know, it, it's like one of the other points to prove like no, he's his own man. He's stop trying to compare him. Like he's doing his own thing, type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I like. I, I don't know. Uh, to me, I, I appreciate it. Gwen's the same way because me and Gwen end up like arguing. Com- we disagree about a lot of different things. About what? Um, like what are we disagreeing with? Or about earlier today, we were disagreeing on. They're both bad, right? But I think it's less bad if a uh, if a female. Oh, yeah. God. So, no, it's not. I should I not bring it up? You asked. So, like, if a guy teacher has sex with a young student, that's that's worse. They're both bad, but that's worse than if a girl teacher has sex with a young Why? boy student. Uh, because I think it's a double standard. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah that's yeah. It's so bad, but... Still they're both rape. bad, but I still think... Well, no. Yeah, it's still, they're both statutory rape, but I think one is easier on the eyes... Well, lesser two evils type of thing, and I think I it mean, has to do. Obviously, when you hear it, you're like, "Oh, that one." They're both taking getting they're taken advantage of, though. but obviously, I mean, I boys have designers. Before I was like, "Oh yeah, it's worse," but now I'm just like, "No, it's still pretty bad." They're I'm both gonna, bad. I'm but not going to defend which one's like worse. Well, I think one's less worse than the other, and I think the the I mean, what, woman taking you, advantage. And I think it has it, to do with the fantasy. You're like, "Oh, that one's worse." If you hear yes, it, exactly. Like, yeah, that one's worse, but. I and I think this thing has to do with the perversion of uh, boys. I think they're yeah. yeah, they're both on the outside, especially for a mother, right? She hears that, oh, my boy, my poor boy. But in reality, the dad's like, yeah, good job, Roy. You know, you <laughs> got a hot teacher. <laughs> What's that? I just think it's, uh, yeah, it had to do with, like, let's not pretend that boys don't have these desires. And let's not pretend that women don't get taken advantage of by men, you know? So. Are you saying that only women can get taken advantage of? No, that's what I literally just said. That's, see, you're dealing in absolutes, and there's no absolutes here. They're both negative. They're both negative things, bad things. But one is definitely worse than the other, I think. And it has to do with the double standard between sexualization of men and women. Yeah. Especially girls and boys, you know? Pre, not pre, uh, post-pubescent boys and girls, uh, the way their desires are different, you know? I guess, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I see where you're coming from. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, a lot of people think that way. It's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, I think both are pretty bad in their own way. But obviously, if you hear one, you're going to think, like, oh, that one's worse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I'm going to high-five the one that's less worse. High-five, boy. <laughs> yeah, they're still bad. They're still... They're still... I think they're still bad in the, like, therapeutic sense. We're like, oh, yeah, they both need therapy. But I'm definitely going to high-five my, my the boy. Why? Because he got raped? Statutorily raped by a hot teacher? Yeah. I'm gonna That's high-five awful. Yeah. You're having, you got raped? I'm jealous. Good job. You know why? I think it's because I had a, uh, like, yeah, when I was a kid, I wish my teacher would hit on me. Yeah. I had that mentality. So she can get arrested, yeah. I mean, no, that's not why. So I could get it off when I'm a little kid, you know. That's what I, that's why I probably... And then years later, you're like, oh, I got raped. Yeah, that years later, I would think, like, oh, that probably wasn't cool. 
Yeah, but at the time, but at the time, I'm thinking like, man, I'm doing math. I'm like, man, my teacher's really attractive. You know, that's what. That's probably why. That'd be like awful for someone. Did you have a did you have a crush on one of your teachers when you were younger? A lot of my teachers. Yeah, that's what's talking about. Teachers but I'm not old. saying it's not. A, you like, don't have a crush on any of your teachers. All my teachers are old. Well, I guess really. you don't have. A, I did. Like, I, I had, had a couple of old teachers, and I'm with you. Yeah, me too. I had a crush on a few of them. Where like, damn, this was really attractive. I wish. I really wish I could. You really wish you get raped. Yeah. I, I, I wish I get statutory rape. Yeah. If you want me, if you want to put it in technical terms, yeah, I wish I got statutorily raped. Is that okay? Well. Yeah, quote, quote Steve Bell. I wish when I was a kid I got statutory rape by my hot teacher. Boom, there you go. Put print that on. Put, put that on the podcast as a, as a quote, please. Uh. You didn't specify it was a woman. Yeah, I specifically said uh, older woman with a young boy is different than an older man with a young girl. Okay, this is fun. Uh, thanks, Tom, for coming on. Loaf, as yes, always. Um, What's up? Good. Go watch House. Oh, House is great, man. Go on FWMovies.com. That's a watch. fun movie. House yes. is fun. It's rewatchable, too. And also, if you need a site to watch movies that are not, like, anywhere to find, like, let's say, Gummo, go on FWMovies.com. Good site. You can't or, go on. Is that really on there? Yeah. FWMovies, like, really? There's a- Heard it here, folks. FWMovies.com. And you can check us out on FWPodcast.com. This has been Sneeze and Booze. Bring you cheers, cheers, and pretty good beers. Yeah.